0: Down my head.
1: On? i ain't that some Look shit all right Well no. well I mean, you didn't say like hey oh, we just, started button, so because
2: i always cut off the first like couple minutes of us just bullshitting yeah yeah because uh, okay. that's cool. where we say the racist stuff uh-huh mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, the and the sexist stuff mm-hmm. all right well i guess we should go ahead and get yep. started so uh hello ladies and gentlemen i am justin woods and welcome once again to the woods cast um, with me, as on the usual, is my—I don't want to say smaller brother, because we're not that tiny—but my younger brother, Shay. Yeah, Shay. from accurate. uh From the uh, blue, yeah, uh, you know, Bluegrass State. God damn it, you're in um, Colorado. Yeah. Which is we the Centennial State. Remember, you say it yeah. every well, goddamn. Well, you me. still haven't told me why. I'm just, you're uh, the one that yeah. says it. You look it so up. How's Shay doing today?
1: <clears throat> Pretty good. You know, it's uh, I'm still gamefully unemployed and looking for work. So uh, if there's anyone out there that wants to pay me between sixty and seventy thousand dollars a year to smoke weed, pet dogs, and watch Netflix all day, uh, shoot the podcast an email all and I'll throw right. you my resume.
2: That would be uh, the uh, the seventeen seventy six at gmail.com. and uh, we'll make sure uh, Shay mm-hmm. gets that to you. Alrighty, mm-hmm. um, just us today, just Shay and I, classic Woods Cast, because we got to drill down on some uh, some 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 epic nerdery. And uh, we don't need fucking hangers on for that. We just need to fucking knuckle under and get through this. So yep. I had an outline, and it is gone. There it is. Um. Oh, okay, what is today, Shay? Today is the 21st. We're recording this Monday night, uh, January 21st. Waiting for my outline to open up. I forgot to do that. Here we go. Um, so today on the podcast, we are going to talk about, uh, of course, the daily, the weekly numbers that I always run down. Uh, fun stuff. We got we got to drill down on some Ghostbusters three news. Um, we are in the thirtieth day of the Trump, Trump shutdown. Um, uh, the media really biffed it this week, so we need to talk about that a little bit. And uh, I've got some uh, this week in i Our report on Lou Dobbs for you, Shay. As always, he's always uh, good.
1: I need to keep uh, him on Tuesday. my radar. Yep. Then we're going to take a road trip and I'm oh, going to shit on his grave. I'd be down
2: with that. I would be down with that. Yeah. He will probably die because he realizes that middle America is not afraid of brown people like he thinks they should be or something stupid like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, he's going to accidentally share soda <laughs> with an immigrant oh and he's going to have a heart attack. He's going
2: to come out of the bathroom and find out it wasn't whites only and fucking have a heart attack right there. <laughs> oh, wow. Ooh, um, okay. So the numbers for the week, Shay, would you like to know what the numbers for the week are?
1: Uh, if I didn't, would you not uh, I'm tell me?
2: i tell you because the re- But
1: okay, well, yes, I would love to know what the numbers.
2: Know, the week. Shay, I know you know the numbers. Though.
1: Yes, this yes, because in, increasing exactly. your knowledge is why people listen
2: to this. Let's do um, this.
1: Yeah.
2: All right. So, as I said, we're recording this Monday night, uh, 21st of January. I'm on my third beer. Uh, we are officially two years into the Trump administration, Shay. Uh, as of today, we are 731 days into the Trump administration. Um, we are 223 days since Donald Trump solved the North Korea nuclear crisis. Um, we got some news on that front, and like I said, we're in the 30th day of the Trump shutdown. By the time this airs, will be the 31st day of Trump down, so basically, we've got an entire month of, sh- of the government shutdown. Um, Gallup has Trump at 37 percent, that's a slide of like two and a half percent since the last time they checked it in December. And 538 has Trump's approval rating at 40 percent, which is also a two percent slide from the last time. They checked it before the, uh, or no, last time they checked it, they ch- they have a running total, but it's two, it was a over a two percent slide from when they um, checked it before the chef. Sh- That's an yeah, aggregate, yeah, yeah. Right? Five thirty eight does a bunch okay, of. Them. Okay. One of the things I like about five thirty eight is not only is it an aggregate of all the polls, kind of like uh, Real Clear Politics, Real Clear, bleh, Real Clear Politics, is a fine aggregate of all the polling sites. It's just all of their op-ed stuff is just god whack job, winged up crazy. Um, it's like where Ben Shapiro goes to write about how, you know, Donald Trump's going to win a second term. Like, i like, I don't think they're fudging yeah. the, 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 um, polling numbers, but God damn the, uh, opinion side of that website hurts. Um, oh, the one thing I like about the, uh, if you, if you want to bitch about like a media source or a polling, um, 538 keeps a track of like how accurate they've been in the past. So that's always fun. Yeah. I like to use that when somebody, like, throws up the daily caller as, like, a, a respectable news source.
1: Yep. And th- this is just a side note. Um, it's a, I've had people ask me this, and I keep forgetting to answer the question on air. But just now, you heard a probably 10 or fit, not even 10-second long silence. Those are the those are the instances when both Justin and I are taking yeah. a drink at the same we time. We usually
2: try to time it so that when Shay's talking, I'm drinking. So, like, right now, you're hearing Justin's voice, and Shay just took a big swig of beer.
1: Yep. And now you're hearing my voice, and Justin is taking a big swig of beer. It's the right. system
2: we have, and right. it works. That's why our heads are always podcast-herty the next fucking day. Yep. Actually, yep. that has a lot to do with fucking rum I drink after I get off of here. Because I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to play video games. I'm oh. too drunk for that. But you know what I'm not too drunk for? Rum. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Never too drunk and for rum. That's always a good fucking system. Um, speaking of North Korea, Shane, did you catch this in the news? We um, The North Korea had a delegation that came to the United States. So... In June, uh June twelfth of, of two thousand eighteen, Donald Trump of course went to um where the hell were they? South Korea? Is that where they met? Uh
0: was no.
2: That? No, yeah. it was well, they else. had a they had a whole delegation and Donald Trump signed some bullshit agreement with North Korea. Every empty empty headed twat on Fox News said that Donald Trump had uh declared world peace and we all said you haven't got Singapore. Thank Singapore. Thank you. <laughs> and you and i were very skeptical knowing that they hadn't turned over a single weapon, missile or ounce of uranium but Donald Trump was declaring a uh, actual universal victory. This was a big this is back when we were doing the purple report and this is a bit kind of a big hang up for Jay and he really surprised he surprised me, I don't know about you, but he was like really like really really excited about this. He was full bore for this, you know. He kept saying like, "Well, what if it works out?" And you and i were like, "It's not going to fucking work out. Like this isn't going to happen." And know. Uh, so
1: I mean, I, I, I to- honestly, I totally get that optimism because like, that would be like, as in the only reason I say that is because both Kim Jong-un and Donald Trump are such free radicals on the world stage. Like they're so fucking crazy and outside of how the rest of the world operates. Like I, it was one of those things where like, well, okay, no, it's probably not going to work out, but I honestly, part of me wouldn't be surprised if somehow it did just because, you know, you know, dumb luck for two big dummies. Um, but uh, I get the optimism. Well, I mean, you know, I wanted it to work out, too. I just knew it fucking we wouldn't. We even said,
2: like, yeah. Nobody like, was realistic We even about said, it. like, yeah. we, we absolutely would love for this to work out. We just don't see it ever fucking happening because Donald Trump is a big dum-dum. And Kim Jong-un had such a, such a history of doing this to American presidents. Because I think, what was it? Um, at the time they had the meeting um, and Kim Jong-un promised to uh, give up all of his nuclear weapons and totally denuclearize. Um, and Donald Trump accepted his offer and you know probably slammed three big Macs and whatever he did on the way home. yeah
1: uh, uh, i'm I'm curious as to how people would react to him now if this if the first summit had been after two years of his bullshit, you know, and after a month of government shutdown, if people would have been less optimistic about it because at the time, um you know, people were still like, well, you know, it's you know, he's getting used to being the president, blah 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 blah. you never know. he's the great deal maker. and then that ties back into, you know, basically i guess that i got was jay a big fan of the apprentice maybe that's why i thought. I don't thought. think no. so i really uh, don't think
2: so i think jay was no. just i, I think I, jay I, was really just concerned about that whole like area of the planet and this seemed like a ray of shun, sunshine
1: to be fair if there's going to be any uh power on this planet that would actually be unbalanced enough to to huck a nuke at another country unprovoked
2: it's or totally i mean crazy. iran has said a lot of not nice shit about israel yeah
1: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. same thing, same
2: thing. Yeah. So I don't
1: know, but yeah. So with my, I mean, at least that's my opinion with my extensive foreign. and that's the
2: thing. Like you can, you can, you can watch this shit all day long, (laughs) and the the goalposts not only are moving, but are separated and and hid from each other. You know, there's. I mean, Kim Jong Un has made a career out of basically threatening his surrounding countries for long enough until the the the. United States or South Korea or China has to legitimately flex to be like, listen, fuckstick, you're not going to hawk one of these nukes at, you know, at Japan just because you're you're feeling froggy. Um, You know, if it's a matter of $10 billion to shut you up and give us half your nukes, we'll do it. Here you go. You know, so we basically bought half of their program over and over and over again just to keep them in check. But I don't know. I'm kind of with you, like, if Donald Trump was going to pull the trigger and actually, like, solve this problem, he would be the craziest one to try it, but it's, uh, it didn't work yeah. out, you yeah. know. Oh, well, I guess, I guess, technically, that system has, that, that whole thing hasn't resolved itself, but technically, they still have all their fucking nukes. Uh, you, yep, I was told the problem yeah, was solved. They have all their fucking nukes. Uh, you and I have an awesome challenge coin um, from that conference, and um, they're going to have another Ooh, meeting yeah. in the end of February. Yeah, I I'd, I'd heard yeah. that. And just today, they had another story that they had discovered another one of 19 missile sites. So, woohoo! Yeah. Nice. Yeah, nothing Ooh. like staying on top of it, fuggers. But. Yep, that is the, uh, I don't know what it is about
1: Republican presidents and their mission accomplished moments. Where they're like, hey, it's done! And everyone people go, no, it's not! And they go...
2: Yeah, ah, don't but, worry about it. And you know what? I can I can honestly believe a Barack Obama or a you know a George W. Bush will have those moments where you you, you say something and then like walk out of the room and go like Wait a minute, how did I say that? Did I say it that way? Ah, oh, damn it! You Fuck. Know? Because like George W. Yeah. Bush says that he didn't he didn't know anything about the banner, and, and that could very well be true. But it just still was like it still oh, was sure. like the most god awful fucking framework, you know. And, like, we're still dealing with, um, I still deal with people who will tell me that Barack Obama said you didn't build that. I'm like, listen to the whole goddamn quote, you mouth-breathing Neanderthal. He said that you didn't build the road up to the business that you own. And they're just like, nope, uh uh-uh. Heard him say it. I'm like, well, I got a lot of stuff Donald Trump said that you don't want to hear about, so fuck off.
1: What specific, what quote are you talking about that you need to remember There's
2: there's two that always come up. It's the, if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. You ever heard that one? Okay. The other one was, you didn't build that. And I want to say that was in the 2012 election. It could have been in 2008. But he was hammered on in the 2012 election, I remember. Because the full quote from Barack Obama, and I'm paraphrasing for everybody who, you know, wants to bitch that I left a they or a we out, but it it was, uh, you know, you know you might have a great business you might have this wonderful company that employs a lot of people but it doesn't it doesn't stand alone by itself there are utilities there are roads that lead up to that business and you didn't build those you know the community built them yeah no right. which is totally reasonable and also it's true. what rational people call the motherfucking commons you know like you know um, yeah you know and that's why you know people rational people like yourself and myself like to would would agree to you know I like can tax rich people more you know, than you would tax us because, yes, Bill Gates does pay more in taxes than you and I do by volume or percentage. Or he doesn't do it by percentage. I'm almost positive. But by volume, he certainly does. But his company also uses up, you know, what, 16 times more? What You know, whatever whatever he's paying in taxes does not equal how much more his company is using the infrastructure of the United States to make that money. So there you go. And yeah. so, but but they cut that down to just be like, "You didn't build that," and they say, "Well, yeah, I did, Barack Obama. I built this company myself." And he's like, "Oh God, you fucking mouth what he said, and then they say, well, "That's all Donald Trump said." It's like I heard him say, "Grab that pussy." So, yeah, that is true. Tape. It had mm-hmm. subtitles. Okay, um, so that's where we are with that uh, fun stuff. All right, so we're got we we're actually going to be a Fun Stuff Heavy podcast today because we got Shane and I, something that's pretty close to Shay and I's heart. Um, but to start off with, I know you've heard the, the news that we're going to have a second Venom. Venom did very well. and
1: Oh, yeah. Venom just yeah, shat so, money out. I mean, like I said, I get it. Like, again, I was explaining this to a friend of mine, like, uh, if you're going to rate the movie from a 1 to a 10, one being... Uh, you know, total shit show and 10 being awesome. Um, I'm going to say I, the quality of the movie was like a three or a four, but my enjoyment was a solid six or seven. Like it's not fucking Citizen oh, yeah. Kane, but it's a lot of fun. Um, and, you know, especially if it gets shared to you by the internet, then you can uh, really enjoy yeah, it. Guilt-free.
2: Yeah. Rachel's way of, uh, Rachel's way of rating movies that we have shared off the internet is, I would have paid for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I paid for Uh, some shitty movies. I think I win. I think, hands down, I would actually like to pose to you a challenge and to anybody listening to a challenge to come up with a movie that they have paid for that was worse than Mortal Engines. I throw that gauntlet down and... I mean, i got to see Mortal Engines
1: first. Oh,
2: okay. We'll talk about that after you do that.
1: But this conversation in itself does not lend me to
2: watching Mortal Engines. Yeah, like I told you, like the whole uh, consuming the smaller city running around... Uh, like, shtick happened once. And I was like, really, fuckers? Yeah. Um, But, uh, okay, yeah, so Venom's going to get a a sequel, of course. Uh, The news was that it was announced at PG-13, and even though Carnage will be the main villain, um, for those of you who have not read Venom since they were in middle school, like I have, or Shay has probably dipped into a comic here and there, Venom is, uh, I'm sorry, Carnage is the spawn of Venom symbiote, the uh, symbiote species that is on eddie brock they reproduce asexually they don't have any bond to their their offspring so uh the setup was is uh, you know the symbiote breaks uh eddie brock out of jail and leaves behind it's it's uh it's progeny i don't know if it's a guy or a girl i don't think they think like that but um it just doesn't tell venom until you know a couple months later uh the uh symbiote that's named carnage is bonded to a serial killer and just goes on an absolute you know, killing spree. Like he shows up at people's houses that he thought had funny names in the in the phone book and just just got some like pigs. Um, it's pretty graphic. It's pretty hardcore. Carnage is just all over the place. It's just a. It's like almost a force of nature. So I've had some people concerned that it's going to be PG thirteen, but like I know Shay, you, you you and I can totally get behind this. Like,
1: I mean, the comics are not that, well, they're, they're not that graphic. I mean, they're yeah. violent. They're not that. it Yeah, they're not that. Gr- they're violent but they're not that graphic <clears throat> I think I mean would I like to see a hard R Carnage movie yeah. well of course because the, the you know, that would just be fucking great but um, that realistically anyone that cares that's listening that is never going to happen Sony has such a shitty track record with their superhero movies they're not going to do anything like take the risk Fox did with Deadpool um, and, uh, and make an R rated movie because you gotta understand like Venom you know it's like a 250 or 150 million dollar budget um, Fox was okay with doing a uh, uh, rated R Deadpool because it was like $50 million or something. It was yeah. some really small amount. Um, so uh, they, you know, and then I think Ryan Reynolds may have like filled in the gaps with personal finances or whatever, but like that's just never going to happen from a studio like Sony. It's just not. Um, and honestly, you could get pretty fucking crazy right, in a right. PG 13 movie yeah, if you wanted and, to.
2: Like, there's right. so many things. Like you just don't have to show the absolute, like, you know, it's all that stuff where you pan left and you just hear somebody screaming, bloody, you know, bloody murder is. As a shadow, you as you know, a shadow can you can clearly see something going on that's not physically possible with the human body, you know. One of my favorite one and, and one of the things that everybody needs to remember is venom is the lethal protector. That's his problem. Like once he realizes he should be the good guy, after trying to kill Batman uh, Spider Man forever, um, his, so he's the he's the lethal protector. So his uh. Um, modus operandi is much more violent than spider-man's like there's several times in the comic where he has an argument with argument with somebody and just pushes their head through a wall like that's the hero yep. in the story so imagine what carnage is you know if that's that's who he's trying to track down and kick his ass you know so it's i don't know it should be fun um we all, yeah so we yeah, hopefully by now you've seen venom so the the end cut we've got um woody harrelson as uh carnage and he's wearing that stupid ass wig that stupid ass red wig at the end
1: yep oh man that was, so, was so bad, bad. That little, yeah, at the end of it, yeah, and that I was hope not the, good. In
2: the first two and a half minutes of Carn, uh, Venom Two, he goes, "Oh yeah, I just wear this to fuck with people." But,
1: yeah, I, you yeah. know, hopefully, I, uh, it's, it, it, I mean, whatever. I'll, I'll say this: I fucking love Woody Harrelson, so like, I'm Ooh. all about it. Like, I, I, will I'll go to see that just to see what he Ooh does with the role. The shit
2: thought that the guy who played Woody in Cheers in that, you know, the mid '80s would turn out to be one of the like go-to yeah. actors in the '90s, 2000s, and you know, and beyond. Yeah, well,
1: I mean that happens to a lot of shit. I mean, that's uh, you know, he, I mean his character basically makes Zombieland, so and he's just great, you know. And there's all that shit with Kingpin and I oh, gotta
2: fucking what Woody. I'm about it? like I'm about a third of the way through a solo a Star Wars a Star Wars story, and I know that got like universally panned by everybody, but like I'm I'm you know for those of you who have seen the movie haven't seen it I'm like still in the train like heist mode like I just got to that part I, I watch it at the gym in, like forty minute bursts. But, you know, I, I, I guess my biggest weakness is, is I never expect a lot from movies. So, like, if it just entertains me for an hour and a half, I don't
1: know that. I mean, especially if it's just yeah. on fucking Netflix or something, yeah. whatever. Dude. Whether or not I have to put on pants to consume media is going to affect how I yeah. review well, it.
2: Well, I, I, I really do want to go see this movie Glass, because I did enjoy the other two M. Night Shyamalan movies. Uh, oh,
1: yeah. Oh, actually, I'm, I, it looks great. I have not seen Unbreakable or Split. Those are Split.
2: solid flicks. Like... Unbreakable. Yeah, was I know. Split, uh, Split. I was like, I'm always, I'm always hesitant about the uh, whole multiple personality movie because it, are it usually it's cliche well, and it's fucked. They're stupid. done so poorly so many times, and I was like, well, if this is gonna be, I, when I found out that Glass was the third movie in, oh god, he calls it something weird, like the, it, he calls the trilogy something weird. It, it, it harkens back to like the the first movie. I don't know. I remember I, I, it'll come to me later, but uh, when I realized it was a, uh, oh, and we're back. Okay. Well, just, I, I don't want to focus on glass, but when I found out that, uh, the, um, it was a trilogy, I went back and yeah. watched split and it was, it was solid. It was, it was pretty good. It was good. It's a, it's a neat premise. Um, Okay, Spider Man. Okay, so we got Spider Man Far From Home. Have you, uh, have you seen that trailer?
1: I have, and all I've got to say is hell yes, Mysterio. The fact that Mysterio is a villain means that any number of crazy things could happen in that. Like, um, and it also, I guess, I'm not really sure when the timeline of that. So it's got, I mean, obviously it's got to be after Infinity War, so they brought well, it that's, back, that's, right?
2: That's actually the big question: is it is it before or after Infinity War? Because it doesn't really, you know, it, you know, they did that thing where there's no real clue to what's going on. Um, but it's, I mean, it can't be, it can't be during because Nick Fury got dusted. Yep. In, exactly. Uh, Infinity War. So you've got to assume. I would assume it's after. Because yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I'll tell you what. The bet. The real. The real key there is what's the release date of this movie. So yeah. Spider-Man: Far From Home comes out in july and the next one comes out in april so name so the net the sequel uh, adventures Endgame comes out in april and then uh the spider-man movie is july so my guess is let's just use that and say it happens after they bring yeah, spidey you uh, go. Yeah. That's probably um, the most logical explanation. So cause. that
2: that is um, also So the question I have is what the fuck is the deal with Mysterio? For those of you listening home that I said again have not been reading comics since you were in middle school, um, I promise I promise you that Shay and I have touched boobs. We we mm-hmm. do have a relationship. Recently, yeah, we 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 do interact with the opposite sex. We don't just read comics. Um, But, uh, yeah, Mysterio is a, uh, so his backstory is he's a special effects uh, genius and stuntman. And he had transitioned from being the stuntman and the special effects, you know, operator in the movie business to being the lead actor. But that, that never panned out. So he was... Yeah, wasn't
1: it just, he was just like a really shitty actor?
2: Yeah, he just, it just never, it just never landed for him. So... He, uh, of course, decided, he became a
1: supervillain.
2: Well, so he decided the best way to make himself uh, to gain notoriety would be to kill a super uh, superhero, and he decided to kill Spider-Man because he thought it would be the easiest one to kill in the you know the barrage of superheroes. Yeah, so wah, there's no, wah. there's no, yeah, there's no superpowers involved here. It's all trickery. I believe in the cartoon from the '90s. There's um, uh, it was all these little cubes that generated. Yeah, he, uh, he
1: would. Yeah, he'd hide in the cartoon, and that's what honestly a lot of people are familiar with, he would hide these little um little hollow cubes all over the place right. and, and then and that was his shtick. Um I don't remember how he did it in the comics.
2: Oh, it was just all special effects and, 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 and woo fuckery. It was you know um Mysterio was never like gonna go toe toe with Spider Man. Like he was, you know, of course he's a stunt man, so that writes in, you know, trained fighter, athletic, blah blah blah. Um but it was all about just like getting Spider-Man out of his element, tricking his spider senses, just messing with him until you could blindside him and kill him. Um, and apparently there, there and I, I read up on this, there was one um, story arc where he actually drove Spider-Man insane. Um, yeah. By, by constantly, you know, by constantly fucking with Spider-Man in this way that he, he kept, you know, he just started to hallucinate even without Mysterio around. The question I have for you, Shay, is in the trailer, We see Mysterio actually like fighting off baddies or what 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 looked to be baddies with like you know green misty force fields.
1: That's got to be the classic bullshit of uh, he's creating a villain to fight it. Like that's all that is. That's got because he did that in the comics and the TV show. Mm -hmm. Um, And and then there are certain versions of the TV shows, especially where he even comes at it like he actually says like spells and things to make it look like he's casting spells and he's a magician and shit. Yeah. And uh the not not some of the better T V shows, but I imagine it'll be somewhere around that realm. Like he's gonna the, a like it'll be a scene where there's a big ass dragon and everybody thinks something's going on and Spider Man's confused because he sees a dragon but his spider sense isn't going right. off and the Mysterio flies in and saves the day.
2: Yeah. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. The 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 big the big thing about Mysterio which hasn't been I don't think it's been shown in the in the preview. Did he show up in the big the big fishbowl? Yes. Yes, oh, he has he? the fishbowl.
1: It looks oh, okay. amazing.
2: Okay. Yeah, so that that's his trademark. He wears a big fishbowl helmet. That's you know, you know, a two-way mirror basically. But so he he has this very distinct um, look about him. That other ones Yeah, on. absolutely. Yeah,
1: it's a it's a very brief shot where you can see that he has that. Like there's scenes in there where it's just Jake Gyllenhaal in the suit, and the suit looks pretty rad. It looks just yeah. like it does in the comic. Um, but there are some scenes in there too where you can see he has a fishbowl on, and it's like it's got like a um, kind of murky uh uh you know light almost looks like a crystal ball with a light mm-hmm. in the center of it shit um, swirling in there yeah, it's not, yeah 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 i'm actually uh, as i describe this i'm just linking you this a picture of that but it's only for a second the trailer but it looks really good
2: i mean i'm i'm game yeah i mean i don't i don't have a i was never a big mysterio fan but i'm i'm game let's get some more let's get some more uh guys in there the, the one the one villain i've always wanted in because i love i just loved how he was paired with spider-man was the scorpion
1: oh um, yeah it's a real i feel like if if anybody's gonna do the scorpion it's gonna be the marvel universe yeah. like because i know those two sony movies kept hinting at it but they never actually got to it yeah. um, and then uh, was, was it the second Spider-Man movie or something where the after credit scene had some prisoner with a scorpion tattoo on his yeah. neck and that was yeah. what they were gonna do but then it turned out to be they just lost shit tons of money on those crappy movies that yeah. so never happened um, yeah. But yeah, uh, Scorpion's one of my fucking favorite villains. Him or uh, Craven the Hunter would be a lot of fun.
2: Kraven, they're, they're gonna—I think they're gonna do a standalone Craven the Hunter movie, which makes no real sense I, to me. No, it doesn't. He... Well, again, I think that one's a Sony
1: project, yeah. so you know, asterisk yeah. on that.
2: But yeah, Scorpion was always a fun villain because he was literally—he was literally uh, designed and put into the 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 universe or the world to kill Spider-Man. Uh, they take Mac Gargan. I, the reason I'm, I'm, I'm kind of partial about Matt Gargan is because he, he held the Venom symbiote for a long time. And, yeah. Uh, so Matt Gargan, you know, this uh, common thug, common, you know, criminal, uh, they genetically alter him to be stronger and faster. And, uh, you know, then Spider-Man, they give him uh, genetic traits of a scorpion because the scorpion's a natural predator for the spider. And they give him this, uh, this battle suit that has a large, you know, no mechanical, you know, stinger. And Yeah. Just...
1: I never understood what exact uh air quotes attributes of the scorpion he ever got other than just being like real strong and shit. Like they Who? I always remember that. Like he just kinda of, they're just like, oh he's got attributes of a scorpion. Like the night vision? I what heat think... vision? I don't fucking know what it was <laughs>
2: I think I think he had like he had like talons on his hands. Like he had claws that were on his hands, not in the suit, and he was stronger and faster. Yeah and... Um, he, I, and I think, and this is so much bullshit comic woo woo fuckery, I can't believe I'm going to say it, but like that, that his genetic alterations to the scorpion allowed him to use that mechanical tail better or some bullshit. Something like, it's some dumb shit like that. It's some dumb shit. It's something that you would get four eight year olds together and be like, yeah, that's how that works. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, all right. So, um, the last and the biggest thing and the fun stuff that we got to talk about is that we have a Ghostbusters 3 on the horizon, and it's actually apparently going to happen now.
1: Oh, lordy, lordy. And so, oh, let's, lordy, lordy. I
2: cannot stress how excited
1: I am. Don't you tell me to hold on.
2: Well, let me, let me, uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to uh, share my screen and audio.
1: I mean, what for the trailer? That fuck that. People can just listen to the thing, just watch it themselves. Go look at the Ghostbusters 2020 teaser. There, I saved you the trouble.
2: Oh, we're listening to it. I want to hear the sound. I want to hear
1: the. Yeah, I get it. All right, all right, all right. Well, you know, our sponsors might be upset, but that's okay. Oh, man, that shit. Yeah, that's.
2: All right. Let me hit play and let me t- tell me if you can hear this. I, I the new Skype is 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 being a pain in my in my ass.
1: No, I can never. Anytime you play a video, I can never hear it. No.
2: No? Nope. So this is another setting. Oh, well. I'll figure that out later. Um. But, yes, it is... Uh, just go to the... Um, yeah, that's that's great. That's great radio there, Justin. Um, yeah good good Bob. everyone's go. on the edge of their seats here guys. Yeah yeah. No I just want to play. So uh, we can yeah, describe yeah. we can describe I mean it, it's just a teaser. You see this 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 uh you know it starts with the the the, the classic eerie Ghostbuster music. Um it's you just see you just see a uh, barn off in of the distance. It's dark it's stormy. You start hearing some like weird um like electrical discharges. The inside of the barn lights up. The the classic Proton like, huh yeah, the classic—you know—you hear the proton pack sounds, like flicker and like like they're booting up and then turning back off, and and then there's all this lightning inside the barn, and, and the camera pans in, pans in, pans in, pans in, and you just see this this you know tarped shape, which you know you always know, see the the cars in the barns that are covered by tarps, and you, you, the classic eerie Ghostbuster music is playing, uh, ooh you know, and. Uh, um, then fi- and then finally...
1: <laughs> I love that we're taking the time to describe this when they yeah. just, somebody could to just watched
2: it. All right. But at the very end, the part that makes everybody's pants hard, the uh, tarp flies up, and it's Ecto-1. Yup. That's so
1: good. Like, I mean, you know... I and, now, Shay, and, like, oh, let's, let's
2: oh. back up a step. Why, did, why do we care so much, Shay? Well, we care about again.
1: we care about this uh, because, and first and foremost, uh, and you know, and I know I, a lot of there are people out there that disagree with me on this, but the reboot of Ghostbusters that came out a few uh, what a year, years and a half ago or so was just shitty. Um, it was it was it was not a good um, uh, uh, re, you know revitalization revitalization of the franchise, especially because uh, two reasons. One for a lot of people like you and me, this is such an iconic series that if you can't get the original cast playing the original characters to be involved, then just don't do it. Like, yeah. if we, I, I don't want to see that. And uh, there are certain series where that's totally acceptable. It's totally OK to say we don't need to do reboot. And it's just, you know, and then also the the idea of an actual Ghostbusters 3, a direct sequel to the, the other two films. I, I, they've been trying to get this shit done since the 90s like there's there's yeah. been several scripts done at one point uh, uh seth rogan was attached to it to help write and direct it i mean this thing has been all over the fucking place Well, see that so, and that's
2: that's one of the things like so this one is the the reason why a lot of people are excited about this because it does have a direct connection to the original ghostbusters yeah. jason rittman uh, Ritman? I, mean, I don't
1: fucking know it's Ivan ivan reitman's son so the the right it, so it's yeah, jason yeah, reitman, reitman.
2: Uh, Jason Reitman is the uh, is the director. He's the son of the original director Ivan Reitman. Um, like Shay said, Dan Aykroyd has had has had this thing in fucking development hell for decades. Um, if you want to hear a great like wrap up of of the Bo- Ghostbusters, you know franchise, where it is where it went? Um, this whole uh, this whole trying to get a Ghostbusters three thing together, um, I would have to recommend Wizard and the Bruiser. They've got Ghostbusters Part One and Two. They got a 2 parter on this, and they, they go really deep down. And, and a lot of people may have heard some of these rumors. You know, Dan Aykroyd has been trying this shit for decades. Bill uh, Bill Murray has been like, "Fuck no, I'm not doing it." Um, there's a lot of rumors that are going around that have gone around for for years. Some of them are true, some of them are not. Um, apparently, you know, Dan Aykroyd sent Bill Murray a script, thinking it would be the the script that would get Murray on board, and Murray apparently sent it back to him in shreds, which is yeah. apparently didn't happen. Um, yeah, that's not true. Yeah, you know, there's all these, like, really fun rumors because these guys are all just iconic comedic actors. And, you know, uh, I mean, Bill Murray is just Bill Murray at this point. Like, he's he's eclectic. He does what he wants to. He doesn't have to work ever again if he doesn't want to. So to get Bill Murray on board or something um, is kind of a magic trick in and of itself. And for years, he said he would do Ghostbusters 3 only if they killed him off in the very beginning. Like, he said, first five yeah. minutes, you got to kill me.
1: Um. Yeah, I I know one draft of Ghostbusters 3 had it being uh, the the premise was um, hell was boiling over and uh, all the ghosts were like physically like there was just no like there's nowhere to put souls in hell. So when people died, they never went to hell. They just fucking walked around on the earth, did their thing. And uh, Phil Murray had died prior to the film starting. So his ghost haunted the firehouse and basically just bothered the other guys while they were doing their jobs and then some other company comes in that uh is has nefarious intentions and is like putting the ghostbusters out of business because they're like using a ghostbusting app that you can you know uh huh. you know, take a picture of the ghost and this was all stuff that was floating around in like the mid 2000s but yeah. um and i think a lot of that script into some of that script ended up being made into that ghostbusters game that was pretty solid that had the original cast oh that was fun as shit mm, shit yeah it was uh you know i this whole thing is so funny because like people like me are so bitter with the reboot because like clearly the people who made it understood how valuable and how much love people had for this franchise because i mean like all the original cast make appearances they're just not ghostbusters they understand why people love it the script was just shitty and it just wasn't funny it's well, just and like they, and
2: yeah and you and i've gone round and round about this like you know, I guess I'm the low bar for film goers everywhere because as long as I'm entertained, you know, I'm not gonna be like, Well, that's not physically fucking possible or whatever. You know, I'm not gonna like try to pull a movie apart just no. because Yeah. But like you and I, like, we grew up with the original Ghostbusters, like we had the you know, like, we ha- still have, like, you, I think you have them at your house. We, each of us had a Stay puff Marshmallow Man, and each of us had a Slimer a little puppet, hand puppet, you know. I have like, both of those. Yeah, we like, we had that shit. We grew up with this stuff. It was just part, it was it was ubiquitous, because, I mean, I remember when we got a VCR in the house, I think it was when I had fucking um, chicken pox, and I was going to be at home for an extended period of time. That's when our parents were like, well, we should go ahead and get a, DV- uh, a DVR fucking uh, a VCR right now. And like Ghostbusters was one of the movies that they got because dad liked it too. And yep. so we just watched that shit growing up.
1: So uh, like, yeah. I love that shit. And yeah. I, and then I remember watching that movie and you know, when I was, cause it came out in what? 84, 85. 84, yeah. So I, I, you know, I don't remember watching it until I was really like, you know, 88, 89. Right. Um, one, one of my – I think mom and dad took us to see Ghostbusters 2 in the theaters because mm-hmm. that's one of my earliest memories. And then, uh, uh, you know, and then I remember in my teenage years just literally one day being like, damn, I haven't seen Ghostbusters in fucking forever. And I specifically went to Walmart and bought the DVD copy because this was right when DVDs had started becoming available and we had just gotten a DVD player, watched it, and just fell in love with it all over again. Oh, yeah. It, 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 it's so iconic. It's so good. It's so well done. Because of the way it's written and shot, it ages really well. It, it doesn't feel dated if you watch it. So um, to, to see that reboot and it have, it, I mean, from a writing standpoint, almost none of the shit that made the original see, so great.
2: And that's, what, that's where you and I keep going around and around. Like, each movie is fine as long as you don't compare them together.
1: Exactly. Like, yeah, you can, like you that's can make, the thing. All and, but, the same you, arguments I've made about the reboot having a problems, you could make about Ghostbusters 2, oh, I, fuck yeah. because it's oh, not as good. Yeah. Oh, I just man. enjoy it because of the nostalgia tied into Ghostbusters one.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, um, and, and actually, there are a absolute fuck ton of movies that, when held up to Ghostbusters and its writing, look stupid.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's great. Um, the thing I don't understand about this new one is, so we know it's we know it's Jason Ryman. Um Ernie Hudson has tweeted that he's involved. And the uh, uh, other rumor mill is that it's it, it stars two teenage boys and two teenage girls. So it sounds like they're going with one of the scripts that used to right. float. Like you'd hear about this where you had the Ghostbusters are old and they're fat and they can't do it anymore. So they're training a group like reluctantly, like a group, basically a group of teens. Like we want to be Ghostbusters, train us. And then they go through that, which makes sense. Um, I mean, they're, they're not going to
2: they're not going to dig up, you know.
1: that yeah no uh harold Ramis is is very dead um and i'm really hoping um that they don't try some stupid bullshit i'm hoping because the director jason reitman personally knew these guys he's the original director's son he knew these guys from when he was a kid i'm hoping they have enough respect to find some way to write egon out of it you know even if it's just a line of dialogue about how he passed away and they hope they never have to bust him and then you never mention him again
2: and actually, that would be like, a really cute I don't, way of doing. Yeah, it. Yeah,
1: I don't, I don't want to have some shit like at the end of uh, uh, what was the fucking Star Wars movie um, Rogue One, where I have an eerie, weird CG uh, Egon floating around in the movie. Um, uh, I mean, that'd be weird. I could, cause, cause, I, I mean, I could see them wanting to go that direction because the actor's dead and he, it's a movie about ghosts but i I really like them just to give me one or two lines of dialogue about how he died or whatever, even start the movie off with like a proton like maybe he's working on a new invention that explodes and kills him and then they mention it, and that's it they move on i don't want to have I don't want see
2: do that you could do that so easily for like you just you know yeah I'm Van hoping Man, because of a lot of or, you know Venkman or somebody is like yelling at egon from the kitchen and he's like, "I'm fine, yelled yeah, on, I'm just gonna finish this thing and then, then like, boom and then like you know. Dan Aykroyd walks from the kitchen to the living room, and you see, uh, you know, the back of Egon like working on something on a on a bench. So you can yeah. pick any fucking actor that looks like him from behind, and then there's a flash of light, and they're like, "Well, fuck," you know. And, the only you know,
1: the, the only way I would be okay with them having him represented in the movie is if they kill his character off, and then they they're in some sort of you know, and this that's it's cliche, but I would be okay with it because of my feels for the original. If like during the final batter with Gozer or whoever, it looks like it's, they're going to lose and there's nothing they can do. And then without saying a word, this is important. No voice. Egon's ghost does something. It helps, but like, that's fine. But if they have like a conversation with him, it's going to be stupid because the actor's dead. Um, And and again, this is one of the very few licenses that I have such an attachment to. Like, I really want to treat it with respect. Star Trek, Star Wars, uh, Jurassic Park, all the dumb shit I love. I still don't care. I'll, I'll see every crappy movie they pump out and be okay with it. But after leaving the ghostbusters reboot, I was visually upset about it. So I'm really excited for this one. Um, and I'm really hoping they steer super hard into the nostalgia aspect of it. Cause that's your oh, audience. Yeah. Your audience is people like you and me in their thirties that saw that shit as kids and want to see the same thing again in theaters. Yeah. So.
2: We're going to, we're going we're gonna to go to fucking TGI Fridays. We're going to pound some fucking bruises. We're going to, we're going to show up and, uh, I, I um you know kind of on that same uh, kind of same parallel like the uh Incredibles 2 came out and I saw this really fucking cute article on uh um I want to say it was Twitter of this woman she like live tweeted her experience and she says that she was at um you know the Incredibles 2 and uh this group of about 20 25 year olds came uh came um just barreling into the theater drunkard and pissed wearing like the Incredibles costumes chanting, where's my supersuit?" And she oh, was like, so good. She's like, these guys came to represent. I was like, yeah. And, and that's the th- That's the kind of thing. Like people all in our age group are going to show up and some, are, I would guarantee you someone to show up in fucking, uh, you know, Ghostbusters outfits and proton packs. And,
1: uh, they're gonna have a oh, pr- there's, there's a good chance I might do that. Just saying. Wow, yeah. and apparently, out of curiosity, I've been Googling these plushies we have, and they are worth between sixty and hundred dollars because they are considered rare these days, Justin. Oh, for Yeah,
2: wow. dude. Um, yeah. So, and, and like, I totally agree with you. Like, th- I don't think they need to shoehorn him into it or one of his kids or something like that. If, we're gonna, if they're gonna, they're gonna reboot it as the these Ghostbusters who are in their apps what sixties and seventies at this point. Yeah, like they yeah. are not. They are not young busters. Um, no.
1: No um so, like, i mean they're... bill murray is uh
2: 68
1: yeah uh so... dan afroy is 66 so
2: yeah Yeah, oh, yeah they're in their late 60s so it'd be great it'd be, it'd be you know right on par for them to be like hey uh, we gotta train some millennials to do this shit yeah
1: and there's a lot of really good yeah. shit you could do with that dynamic like one of the younger trainees could like ride and in... take a selfie with a ghost or oh that's good or like do some dumb shit where like he writes an app that takes a picture of the ghost and tells you about it and then like the older Ghostbusters just get angry because they can't work the phones you know I, or the, 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 so I don't
2: like, know we, there's a lot of good wait jokes a you can it's work got an with. update it's got wait a minute what are you doing uh, yeah well, like they're all yeah, well, I don't understand like, yeah, that's
1: okay, why update? it's not work <laughs> yeah I, I don't need yeah. the phone to tell me what kind of ghost it is like especially Matt can you imagine um, it's right the fuck like, there just can shoot. you imagine Ray, uh, Dan Aykroyd's character Ray being pissed off because he can look at a ghost and tell you about it but then the kids are ignoring him just to scan it on an app like there's a lot of stuff yeah it'd be so good he's like
2: guys it's a class 3 and they're like hold on hold on hold on it's gotta refresh it's gotta refresh yeah no they can do so much with it and and like you said they don't need to shoehorn um, uh, um, Egon in it but what they do need to do is like they need to acknowledge him well when the movie starts just dedicated to that one that one Ghostbuster that's not with us anymore Mm -hmm. and like I'd fucking tear up in the movie theater just seeing that. Yeah,
1: that shit is, you know, I it, it really does look like they're really steering hard into the um the nostalgia factor because I mean, everything about that trailer is just custom tailored to make people like you and me get hard. So like, oh, I got a raging nerd on right now. I heard a proton pack power up. Look at that.
2: Yeah. Um. And and I guess last but not least, we we talked about this, this a little bit before we started recording, but. Um, Leslie Jones, one of the stars of the... Okay, if you Google Ghostbusters 3, the 2016 movie comes up a lot. So yeah. there's going to have to be some delineation there. We're going to have to figure that out later. But um, I think it's going to be the tagline because um, Ghostbusters, the 2016 movie, has like uh, answer the call. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Because, you know, who you're going to call and it says answering the call or something. I think that's the tagline. I think that'll... I think that's going to be how it's, uh, delineated, but she is not happy.
1: No. And, and, uh, I actually have that quote,
2: uh, um, right up up right right here. and I'm going to
1: read this. Yeah. So Leslie Jones, uh, she, uh, has tweeted about this and this is her quote about the announcement of the new ghostbusters is pretty fucking funny. And I quote, so insulting, like, fuck us. We didn't count. Like, it's like something Trump would do. And then in Trump voice got to reduce busters better with men will be huge those women ain't ghostbusters Ugh, so annoying such a dick move and i don't give a fuck i'm saying something like come on now you're really going to be that butthurt like the thing that really makes me laugh about that is it's like she's been living in a bubble since her that movie came out you have to know that most of us didn't like that movie the critics didn't like it um it didn't do well and basically, from from the word go, from the very first pictures of them as the Ghostbusters, everybody was shitting on it. Um, well, and no, they but, weren't shitting on, me, on it because they were women.
2: Let me play devil's advocate here, Shay. And this is actually kind of very, very truthful. It The things you just said were correct. It did not make a, a huge splash in the box office. Um, uh, the writing, like we've talked about, was not as good as the original Ghostbusters. But then again... Um, there are Oscar winners that don't have as good of writing as that movie, so you know we can we can we can throw a stone right through that one. Um, but uh, there was a very prominent and I would say successful online campaign to just shit on that movie from the word go because they were women. And I would argue that was, that's a
1: vocal minority because,
2: um, but but there were yeah. a lot of bots that were set up to like just like fucking tweet random shit about how shitty.
1: Yeah, I know, and and that's that's, But that's the 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 world we live in now Yeah, and also at the end of the day that, you know, like, yes, that makes for good headlines, yes, it's funny for people like you and me who spend time uh, uh, fucking around on internet message boards and Reddit and reading about this shit, but to 95% of the general public nobody gives a shit, like, all that stuff about it being women, all that nerd outrage, all that fake outrage, I honestly think it fell on mostly deaf ears, like it just i i that that sounds like one of those things that got like taken taken by the internet media machine and just spun to be way worse than it really was. Well, uh, i
2: I think yes and no. Like I think the fact that it did not like blow any doors off the water as far as Well, okay, here, here are the numbers. It it cost 144 million to make. It made 229 million. Like it made the studio money. Like it was not a lost leader. So like,
1: no, but if yeah, you're looking like,
2: for true success, that's not
1: the kind of numbers you want to see in a film.
2: Well, but they didn't lose fucking money. They did, they, but say. they didn't make,
1: like, like they didn't print money. Like, the Marvel movies cost, you know, $200 million to make and then they pull in almost a billion each. Like, that's what you're right. looking for. Well, so, okay, uh, so
2: yeah. you know, how many fucking, okay, how, how, oh god, don't get me started on shitty movies that make money, because you've got the whole Fast and Furious thing that just makes people literally breathe out of their mouths. Now the
1: net, um, the net that that franchise as a whole, the net is profitable, but they have several of those movies oh, were lost. Stinkers. In. They just they have a couple of stinkers and a couple to make much money.
2: Yeah. So like yeah, I get that. And um, but uh, one of the things. And it's a like, good
1: thing you don't have any weird porno on here because you're still screen sharing with me.
2: I am. A, mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. There you go. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not checking out the the, the right now. Um. Although. I will say, uh, I go to a lot of physics conferences and there are a lot of Germans that mm-hmm. uh, come and present and I'm just waiting for them to plug their laptop in and see some just fucking weird-ass shit. Oh, absolutely. Because you know it's on there. You know yep. it's on that laptop. Um,
1: I mean, well, to your earlier point, I, here's the thing. is Okay, so let's... Yeah, yeah, it was a concerted effort to shit on it because it was women. I get that. Um, now, if the movie had been good if it had been worth seeing, I don't think that would have mattered because word of mouth would have canceled that out.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, if it had been better written and better, like, you know, better, I guess, choreographed. I guess my, you know, we talked about this before. My biggest, my, one of my biggest uh, complaints is, is, you know, there was, there was no, like, like in Ghostbusters 1, there was a cohesive message of building up a pathway to let Gozer into our world to be the destructor, you know, and, the 2016 ghostbusters movie did not have that. It was very all over the place and it was it was really hard to like nail down what the hell was going on and why people were doing what. And that I do know. feel it's a,
1: yeah, no you're right. I just I got to say this now. I do feel it's important to mention cuz A, there are people out there that like that film and B, there's a lot of people that really cared about that movie that worked on it. Oh yeah. There is well, I, stuff about that film. I like Kate McKenna is fucking incredible. In fact, huh. honestly, all the actors and actresses associated with it are good. The script just wasn't that great. Like, but there are legitimately funny moments. But those moments are always offset by some stupid shit, like uh, when uh, uh, was it Leslie Jones' character has the demon on her back in that club, or when they shoot the giant ghost at the end and the balls, or stuff like that. Like, for every halfway decent joke they've got which most of the good jokes they have are tied to nostalgia for the original anyway. Like when Dan Aykroyd is the cab driver and he just looks at her and goes, I'm afraid of no ghost. And he drives away. That's great. Um, right. But yeah, it's, it's, it's all over the map in terms of, in terms of its quality. And it's just such a bummer to, to see it treated that
2: way. Well, like I'm trying to figure out how to share this, 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 um, Oh, here I can, I think I can send it to you. Um, Rachel found this, this and, and this is one of the things that make things... Here you go. I just sent it to you. <clears throat> and one of the reasons that I, I do have kind of a special place in my heart for that, that, that 2016 Ghostbusters movie is because it did mean a lot to a lot of people that aren't big, big, straight white men, Jay. Like, yeah. Like, representation matters to a lot of fucking people. And one, and one of the things Rachel shared um, a couple of days ago on the 18th was... Um, this, uh, this, this meet and greet with, um, shit, not Kate McKinnon, the other one. I'm going to fuck this up. Um, i just send you the picture. Damn it. How do I not know the names? Um, but she's doing a meet and greet and Kristen Wigg, Thank you. God damn it. But she's doing a meet and greet and there were two little girls dressed up as Ghostbusters. And there's a, there's a little, there's a little blonde girl. And then there's this little black girl that are both like, just so excited to meet. Um, Kristen Wiig, and they're in Ghostbuster outfits, and and she's shaking hands with the little blonde girl, and the little black girl's in the back, and she just has such a great fucking you know sense of awe that she just she just met a female Ghostbuster. Yeah, and that's great. You can't, you can't like, I, you know, the men's rights activists can just cut their own dicks off and shove them right up their asses because that's just great. I don't give a shit who you are. That's awesome. That and helps. again,
1: all all of all of the sex all the men's rights bullshit, all that shit associated with the movie is manufactured bullshit. Like it yeah. still sucks. I don't care. Yeah, representation's great. Maybe you should represent a movie that doesn't suck so you can make more than one. Well, they, like they... It, it it like I it's it's I, I it it's weird. Like I, I it pisses me off because there's all these social issues that have gotten tied up in it. And the fact of the matter is, it's just a fucking movie. And. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, like, and
2: they, like, like what you said. It needs to make more money. And I'm like, well, how much more money is more money? Because it almost it doubled its almost doubled its uh its budget. Like that's money. Like you know, I, I mean, not every movie has to be in fucking Infinity War.
1: No, but if you want to if you want to maintain a successful franchise, like. The, uh, it, it just, it, it's just not enough. Like I usually, um, I don't, I don't even, I think once you factor in the marketing budgets and stuff, it didn't double its money. Um, but I mean the Sony pit, this is, you know, and, and to be perfectly honest, I would be totally, it would have been totally okay. And I think this was the plan originally anyway. Um, to make a sequel to the 2016 one. Like, if the first one isn't amazing and doesn't work out, that's fine. Try again. You made your money back on it. Yeah. Uh, but this is another great example of why I don't like Sony Pictures. They make a lot of really shitty decisions. For some reason, they can't come to the guy that made Ghostbusters and the, the 2016 one and say, okay, there were a few problems, let's try again. But they for years, they just gave Adam Sandler free reign to do whatever the fuck he wanted. Uh, um,
2: yeah. You know,
1: and that, that's a big part of this that's too. That's very fucking
2: true. Yeah,
1: like... Yes, I didn't like that reboot, but I would have absolutely gone and seen a second one if they had made it. So there's something to be said for the fact that Sony wasn't willing to just push forward with it. Because if you just took some of the criticism that people – because most people that didn't like it are like me. They're like, I didn't like it, but there's things about it I did like. Let's make a sequel, and let's see if we can do it better. Um, And they just didn't. They just pulled a fucking plug on it, 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 which, you know, that's just how they do shit. But then – well, I mean, how much money did Venom make compared to its budget? That's probably closer to what they're looking for.
2: Uh, I want to say off the top of my head, Venom's budget was like hundred million dollars for that. Hundred hundred fifty,
1: right. and then it pulled in like a shit ton. So like
2: six hundred million last time I checked.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I mean it's.
2: Well, I guess I guess on one end, I mean you and I don't work in the movie industry.
1: Yeah. No, not at all. I don't. I. So, uh, the, I mean, I, I assume people know we're talking out of our ass, but let's let's right. reiterate that fact. Like. Mm-hmm.
2: But like, I, I guess they have to. Uh, I guess uh, Infinity War has to make a billion dollars to make up for the, uh, I guess the sixteen Adam Sandler movies they're gonna put out that yeah. same year.
1: I mean, to be fair, prepare, I'm, I'm using Marvel movies as an example because it's the hyperbolic example to use. They're they're the okay. exception to the rule. Like, of course the Infinity Infinity War made a shit ton of money because there's 15 or 20 years of movies leading up to that goddamn shit, so that's a little different, but yeah. um, that's what they're looking for. I, I guarantee you Sony was trying to start like a big-ass Ghostbusters franchise they could springboard. Yeah.
2: Well, we'll just have to see. I mean, like, like you said, like we've talked about before, this has been in the works for absolutely goddamn decades. Um, I really actually don't believe it until it actually is in theaters because we've been told this since I was yeah. able to drive. So, let's we'll see. Let's we'll see. Um, I propose... Okay, so
1: uh, I want one last topic on this. Okay, so this is the last thing I've been trying to find that, uh, uh So, at the end of the day, when you factor in literally every cost, every expenditure, everything, Sony Pictures lost 70 million dollars on Ghostbusters 2016. They lost around all 70. Right, million. Right, so that's why it didn't go forward. Um they didn't break even on it.
2: See so then why is that like I'm guess you're assuming that that includes the marketing budget and all that. Yep. Like why that's is that everything. not just why yeah. is that not just included in the number that you can google? Why do you have to Oh
1: well. yeah, I I'm, I'm not sure, so I mean this was, you know, to, to beat a dead horse this was and this is an article i'm looking at from back in 2016 um so it may be a little skewed if you look at it now because uh if you look at it now in 2019 you're looking at uh, they're also going to be factoring in things like merchandise and dvd, oh, sales. Yeah, DVD sales. so that's a little, little sure. different um but i guess at the end of the day it it, it lost 70 million so they're like no, well, it fuck was, that. yeah it was
2: well it didn't make the splash they wanted it to that was that's basically where where it landed there. Honestly, I would have loved to see Kate McKenna
1: reprise that role because she was goddamn hysterical.
2: Well, she's a national treasure. She's we fucking fantastic. That. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, I I, I would nominate a, uh, a break, and then we will come back and discuss how, um, speaking of media, how awesome the media has done in the last seven days or so.
1: I've had to drink whiskey up until this point so we can talk about this. It's going to get my blood pressure up.
2: <laughs> oh right that's one of my favorite things is to like drink a lot and then take my blood pressure and be like oh look it's uh 60 over 40. Oh, no that's
1: you know what good. i don't even know is that not good, I don't not know. good. No, what should good my blood all. pressure be Justin? i'm not a doctor. uh
2: 120 already
1: okay great last time i went to the doctor to get a physical i pounded almost an entire carafe of coffee before i went in and then she took my car- blood pressure and was like your blood pressure was a little high and i was like would it make a good difference if i had drank an entire carafe of coffee and she goes how big i was like i don't know like eight or ten cups she goes yeah that's gonna make your blood pressure
2: yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> one, one time i was running late for a uh a doctor's appointment at uk so i kind of jogged across campus while i was drinking a uh, um, a, uh, a red bull fantastic and i sat down and they took my blood pressure and the uh, nurse's comment was whoa
1: <laughs> whoa <laughs> did you explain
2: yeah i did she's like all right we'll uh we'll do this later then all right, so let's take a break. We'll come back and, and uh, raise Shay's blood pressure. Okay, we are back uh, on my second pitcher of beer. Shay, I don't know how many whiskey Shay's had. I'm on like, uh,
1: beer number three, and I'm about halfway through a pint of bullet, nice. or half pint of bullet. Excuse me, half pint.
2: All right. So the next thing we need to talk about. It's good. It's good that we're all lubed up here. Uh, we need to talk about the uh, the media has pretty much biffed it this week, and for for good or bad, uh, we need to discuss it. So the first thing is the bud feed, buzz Buzzfeed story. Say did you follow this one?
1: Oh yeah. And uh, Yeah. And I'll say this right up front. A uh, quick question. Um I saw the I saw the statement from special counsel uh-huh. and uh, and about how that Buzzfeed reporting wasn't accurate, which doesn't shock me because if anybody right. had half a brain, they would have Googled the author of that report and right. seen that he's had some issues in the past. Um, he used to specifically make up sources so that he could pursue uh, hunches that he had, and they didn't pan out. So he's an asshole for doing that. Um, I saw the special counsel statement. They said it was inaccurate. Do we know what is inaccurate about the and so, story?
2: And that's the, so, so let's, let's do a little recap for those of you at home, playing along at home that haven't been paying attention to the news and living in a cave. So um, earlier this week, BuzzFeed came out with a story that said basically that Donald Trump had told, um, told Michael Cohen to lie to Congress. Um, it was a little bit fuzzy whether he was candidate Trump or President Trump at the time. It doesn't really matter. Because if you tell somebody to lie on your behalf in the you know, in the course of a crime, then that is what you call a suborting perjury.
1: That um, word sounds so official, supporting. It does. Dude, Subor- if anything come if anything comes out of the Trump presidency, my legal vocabulary has at least quadrupled.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, because every every other week he's like he's like dick tripping over a law he didn't know he should have been following and then yeah. you learn about some new statute. But um like, I, I didn't really know. I knew what the Emoluments Clause was in general. Now I know it frontwards and backwards now. Um, yep. But, uh, uh, so, yes. Yeah, so, um, it came out, BuzzFeed reported that uh, Michael Cohen, I'm sorry, Donald Trump had directed Michael Cohen to lie to uh, Congress most uh, directly about when they had stopped uh, pursuing the Trump Tower um, in Moscow. Um now, since uh, you know, in the last couple of weeks we've learned that they, you know, went from we never had a deal to okay, came we kinda maybe had a deal to nobody signed anything to there's a letter of intent. Well, if it was if there was a letter, it wasn't signed by Donald Trump, well of course it was signed by, by Donald Trump. It, just the, the the general cascade of woo fuckery that is associated with this presidency. And so the latest the latest breakdown was that Donald Trump had apparently, according to BuzzFeed, Um, directed Michael Cohen to lie to Congress. Um, Like we just said, that would be uh, called suborning perjury. And that is, just for those of you history buffs uh, listening at home, the first charge of the Nixon impeachment, um, articles of impeachment. So this is a big thing. Um, Everybody in the uh, political hemisphere said, and I quote, if this is true, then they said a lot of bad shit. Um, So then on let me get this right, on the eighteenth, that would have been Friday, right? Um, the special counsel released a very rare statement. Uh, um, Rachel Maddow has actually laughed that she wants the um, the uh, spoken. Uh, the, the gentleman's name is Peter Carr. He's the uh, spokesman for the Mueller investigation. Uh, she joked she wants his job because in the last what year and a half he's made like three statements. Yeah, that's like that's like having to come to work every uh, the first Thursday of every year. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> so basically this guy's got a great job, but so the, the full statement that Shay's referring to says, "Bud, let Fe- me not stutter over my own tongue here. Bud's fee's description of specific statements to the special counsel's office, the character characterization of documents and testimony obtained by this office regarding Michael Cohen's uh, congressional testimony is, not are not accurate. So that's where the ambiguity, Shay's just just saying is, and I've heard so many legal beagles on the uh, the shows try to parse it out. But I think you're right, Shay. Like, it's not accurate. What parts not accurate is is the fact that you have and, and Michael Cohen's already come out and said that yeah that that's what happened. Like he's he's he has corrupt, he has said BuzzFeed is on the right track, but he won't say and probably can't say what those articles are.
1: Yeah, I, I, I just, I, you know, because I mean, and again, this is one of those stupid ass things, um, that it could be something as simple as, you know, you find out, man, I almost drank all this whiskey. Anyway, uh, you find out that, uh, you know, the Buzzfeed article says they have transcripts or they have emails yeah, of it's text, and it's text, or they have a, a phone call. Or it's not a phone call; it's a secret recording. Like, I, and 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 honestly, that's the kind of thing that people need to need to be careful with because, um, you know, it really could still technically be true. Like, you could have a situation where the way that he told Cohen to lie is not being reported accurately, but he did tell him to lie. Right. And well, then, first, and if it turns out they have a they have a witness that said that it happened, that's a whole nother thing because I would. Just do you have any right, doubt
2: that Donald Trump would tell Michael Cohen to lie in his behalf? Here's the thing. I don't doubt
1: that he would do it. I doubt that there's concrete proof of it. All right. Well, okay.
2: And that's the other thing. Like, one of
1: the things that yeah. have
2: been, like, spun up, and I, I would like to have a little sidebar here. Um, so, what you just said, is it text or is it is it email? Is it blah, 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 or is it this? Well – Because in a court of law, that's the kind of
1: detail that matters. No, no, if you're you say, exactly a, If right. you say it's a text and it's actually an email, I mean, and like, and you can't even get those facts straight, that's reasonable doubt. So, like, right. you, it ha- I could see this just simply being Semantics. the Mueller – and this is this is you know super optimistic out, outlook this is still true but the the Mueller investigation has made this statement because it is technically incorrect and they don't want it to be an issue when they go when, when they bring it up in front of the public right right well and, like, and one, of,
2: one of the examples of what you just said which is a great point like the Mueller investigation does not want to fuck up and it doesn't leak it doesn't doesn't make statements like this this is why this was so fucking out of left field nobody expected the Mueller Mueller investigation to stand up and be like, bullshit. Mueller?
1: Mueller? Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I'm still not 100% sure how to say that guy's name. I think name. it's Mueller.
2: And I think that Bueller, as um, I keep drinking, I waffle back and forth.
1: Yeah, but, yeah. Because um, uh, there's also Ferris Bueller's day off, which factors my memory a little bit. But yeah, that's
2: Bueller.
1: Mueller. Um, but, um... Bueller.
2: But I would like to have a little sidebar here, like, on your point, whether it's text, email, whatever. I would like to have a little sidebar here to point out that the uh, sitting president of the United States does not email, has never emailed, and doesn't text. No. Like, this guy's and still that, fucking sitting in that, Sanskrit for all I fucking know.
1: Yeah, I, I imagine he's he's found a way to have carrier pigeons. Um, But, yeah, it's it, – you know, that that's the thing. It's like it was really frustrating for me because I've spent a couple of like, – like I said, Justin, I don't have a job, so – between looking for jobs, watching Doctor Who, and playing Red Dead Redemption Two uh, or Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, I look at politics stuff, and I have not been able to find anywhere what is not accurate about that statement. Right, well, and I don't. I don't think they've said. Because it's, a, it's an ongoing investigation, so why would they tell you what's not right about that? Well,
2: and and one of the things I heard the other day, I thought was really poignant. One of the uh, legal beagles on MSNBC was saying that you know when when Michael Cohen came in for his sentencing statement, there was a letter from the special counsel that basically said you know go go easy on him, yeah, because he's helping us out. It didn't say go easy on him because we already know that he did these crimes but you got him for these other crimes. So it's all a wash as far as this goes, because you don't admit or say a crime unless it's an indictment. Like you don't just offhand say so-and-so did a lot of crimes, but you should let those slide because he's helped us out a lot. Or, you know, he's, he, yeah, we know he did these crimes, but you already got on these crimes. They're kind of the same as crime. So fuck it. Right. You know, you just don't say that. You just say he's helped us out. So, the fact that the Mueller investigation came out with a statement said, hey, that's not accurate, just means that, like, the things that BuzzFeed might have said were not accurate, but it doesn't mean they, were, they weren't they were true. And what I keep coming back to was this whole story about Donald Trump using Michael Cohen to pay off two women he, he banged while he was married was totally not true until it was true.
1: Yeah, that that's and that's something to, to keep in mind, man, like... I, that that's a good point. Like how but many like, months
2: did Donald Trump say he didn't know anything about it? And then he said, well, I knew about the payments, but it was after the fact. And then he says, well, yeah, I directed him, but it had nothing to th- – I mean, like, there's this uh, – like I said, this cascade of who-fuckery that happens with this administration. So, like, yeah, BuzzFeed got there, got, got kicked square in the taint on, on Friday by the, the Mueller investigation because they don't make – statements like this, and it was weird for them to make the statement. So, like, everything yeah. they said carried so much fucking weight. But then again, like Donald Trump said, he didn't bang that porn star and pay her off until it yeah. was proven to be actually fucking true. So, yeah, you never know.
1: And and, and let's let's be clear here. Um, it sounds like we're basically saying that everything in that article is still true. It's just a matter of semantics. It is absolutely possible that that article is complete bullshit. Oh, yeah. This well, is fucking, let's be clear. Let's oh, yeah. be clear. Uh,
2: Buzzfeed could just be this pulling this is out is fucking
1: ass. Buzzfeed, right. and Buzzfeed has is not is not exactly a uh, fashion of journalistic integrity. Buzzfeed it, it,
2: is the definition of hit or miss journalism. It's super hit or miss. Like every yeah. now and then
1: they grease the wheels just right and they get a good scoop. Right. But every, but also just for I'd say for every scoop I've seen from them, it's they've also had one that's been completely bullshit. This and bus- that makes me so. And this it this is why I get my this gets my blood pressure up. It makes. uh, And honestly, to be fair, it's kind of good timing because I'm sure the investigation into Donald Trump's shady bullshit is valid. Maybe this story wasn't reported accurately. That does not undermine the validity investigation, which is normally the argument that would be happening in the media right now. If Donald Trump had not given that speech about his compromise with Democrats in the House, right. if that hadn't happened, this is all we'd be talking about. And it's and, and from a certain standpoint, it's kind of cool because it doesn't give Buzz, BuzzFeed any more spotlight than they deserve.
2: Yeah, um, they are. Just for the record, BuzzFeed is standing beside this. this story. They are. They are. They, and they have and said I, that the people they have reconfirmed with their sources that that the things they reported were true. So there's that.
1: Yeah. And again, if it's if we're talking an actual in a court from the way a lawyer looks at it, if I tell you I did something on a Tuesday, no, absolutely not, not even close, just drunks. Uh, But if I tell you, if I tell a lawyer I did this illegal thing on a Tuesday and then the lawyer finds out it was on a a Wednesday and then somebody publishes a story about it, the first thing that lawyer is going to do is publish a story that says that's not accurate because it could hurt their case. Um, That's something to think about. And the fact that and this is just this is a hot. This is this is a hundred percent me paranoia this is how i see it as me shay the handsome super intelligent super sexy successful uh person that i am is that just because i'm a, a superhero yes exactly because the special counsel has not specified what's inaccurate about it i assume some portion of that is true yeah
2: the the thing that made because me if re- it was
1: total bullshit they just say this is bullshit yeah
2: this is all bullshit yeah yeah they would just come out and put the hammer right down and a lot of people have speculated that, that the statement was to put the brakes on a story that they knew was somewhat accurate, but not correct. Exactly. As a whole.
1: And can you think about that from a, from a perspective with the way the modern media establishment and, I mean, and, and, you know, you and I are guilty of this. We see something funny. We share it on Facebook because we've had a few beers or I've smoked a few balls. And then I sober up the next day, see my own status update. And I look into it and go, oh, that's not true. goddammit. damn it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, in this modern, it makes sense that they'd want to put the brakes on it because it's just kind of a big fucking deal, right?
0: Um,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. They, they so, might want to say like, "Hey, you know, you know, cool, cool your tits. Uh, this, the, yeah, you, you, know, you're in the ballpark, but you're not right about where we know it or why we know it, or, or blah blah. You know, like we said, the specificities could be off. Um, I like the the part that made me giggle was that for the first time since the beginning of time. Sean Hannity and his ilk now like to believe every single fucking thing Robert Mueller has to say.
1: Mm-hmm. That's been funny. And I think that kind of reminds me, something to keep in mind here is that uh, even after, even though the special counsel's team said that it wasn't accurate, after the story broke, no, nobody really said much about it. Like, no, not a lot of people in the GOP talked about it. I think a few days later, Donald Trump finally uh, had maybe said something about it. Um, But it's more or less, it's been pretty mum, which to me, to me, that says that, like, nobody, nobody wants to say anything about it because good chunks of the story are true and they don't want to step in legal dog do.
2: Well, I, I think the I think you might be correct. I think Donald Trump and his lawyers might be like, okay, so this is this is a legal minefield at best. Um Let's just let this die down. Let's let yeah. yeah, exactly. Let's, it's best not to talk about it. Let's let's do hey. something else. Let's do something else. Let's do, let's
1: do a. Uh, an, I mean, uh, to be to be fair, they prop it may. I, I bet part of that calculus was like, hey, Donnie, uh, uh, we know that this story came out from BuzzFeed and you're pretty pissed off about it, but you're trying to make this speech about a reason about a compromise with Democrats. So you can't get distracted. You can't fucking talk about this. You can't be going off about this. You got to focus on the speech. Yeah. You got to yeah. So, yeah. I mean, those two things happen so close together. Um, I, in, in, the way presidential speeches work, the speech was planned before it was announced. So the fact that that story dropped about BuzzFeed and then a couple of days later, the president decided to give the speech about the compromise. is just bad timing
2: yeah yeah and, like that's all and, it
1: is so it, it makes it really fucking weird
2: yeah it, and i did watch i made it a point to watch sean handy that night and like you could tell sean handy was was just wrist thick and rock hard the entire time because this was that just just this just played directly into his entire fake news media that everything that he has not said personally is a lie about donald trump and it was just so great um the story you're going to hear in the next uh, couple uh, days or so is going to be there's a new report out by one of the media watchdogs that said that uh, the coverage of Donald Trump in 2018 has been 90 percent negative, negative. and I will point out sucks. I will point out for the third year in a row negative is not the same as inaccurate. So that's true. When there's a story that says that Donald Trump um, has claimed victory over the North Korea, you know, nuclear crisis and then the story goes on to report that while he says that bullshit, they still have all of their nuclear weapons and the capability to maybe hit the US at this point. That is a negative story. That is not a inaccurate story. Yeah. You know, so I mean, this has been 3 years and they've been like everything that you say bad about Donald Trump is just it's in- inaccurate. I'm like, no, no, no. You know, the, the the fact that he did this thing is a thing. So
1: yeah, no, that, that that doesn't mean it. Yeah, that's that's a, and again, that that ties into like people don't look into what they're hearing. That's like when I when I, to put this in a more fat kid perspective, when I go to the store and I buy chicken nuggets, and on the chicken nugget bag it says made with one hundred percent white meat chicken. That doesn't mean those nuggets are one hundred percent white meat chicken. That means. Of the hundred percent of the ingredients, there is ten percent of it that is a hundred percent white beet. and then the mm. rest of it's shit that fell on the floor. So, and it's this exact same thing. That's what you're saying. It's it's that you can literally get degrees in this shit. Like it's it's you you anything anytime, anytime I hear something on NPR or in even the news sources that I trust. I am. If your gut reaction is that's awesome, you should probably double check oh, yeah. and make sure it's not true. Like an, almost every time.
2: If there's an article, like I, I, so many of my conservative. If an article
1: are, makes you hard, make sure it's accurate. That's right. Exactly.
2: Opinion. Well, that's what Sean Sean Haney does not do at all. Because like I have so many conservative friends that will like share will share an article. I'm like, uh, I don't even have to Google that. That's not true. And they're like, Why? Well, yeah. Do you know? It's like. Well, because it's too much in a 1000% alignment with your political views. Like yeah. if there was an article that hit in the New York Times, like as we're doing this podcast, that says that Donald Trump was caught on film fucking a goat because he was bored and out of chicken nuggets. I
1: would be like, I would immediately assume it's not true or something. Yeah, I would
2: right. assume it's not true because God does not love me that much. No, like, exactly. There's no, no way. Yeah. There's no way I God know. Lo- I don't believe in
1: the Christian God, but if he's there and he's real, the well, simple she, fact that I don't believe in him means he doesn't does, love me that much. Yeah, she, she certainly, does. Yeah, she. <laughs> she certainly does
2: not love me enough to make a video on YouTube about God, uh, Donald Trump fucking a goat because he was out of chicken wing nuggets. Like, that would exactly. be. Yeah, that, that's. Oh. No, like, I would immediately be like, oh, uh, I got to snub this shit. And,
1: I, I, I'm not saying it's not necessarily true. I'm saying if you read an article and about news or politics, and that article makes you go, fuck yes, that's what I fucking thought. The fact that last half of that sins that's what I thought. That's the, the fact pause. that that's part of your thought process that means be the you pause should double button. check
2: it. That should be the pause button right there. Yeah, right?
1: exactly. And, you know, it may be true, and you may have just, just won out and you know, thrown a dart in the dark and hit the bullseye. But honestly, and this is from a personal perspective, most of the time it's, at, it's, it's not right. Yeah. A great example is this BuzzFeed article. When that BuzzFeed article dropped, I was like, that's it. That's fucking awesome. Then I stepped back and said, let's wait a we can see what happens. And then like three days later, the special counsel process. Ryan, you,
2: you sent that's me fake. a message that said, so he told Cohen a lie, And I said, yep. And, and I think I believe my message back was like, yep. If that's right, it looks like a fucking, uh, you know, impeachable offense to me or obstruction of justice. I think yeah. that's what I said. And yeah. I
1: mean, yeah, because, because it, because it gives me what I want. That gives me pause. Um, so, and, and, and that's not just that. In that's the same any time vein, me.
2: if I show up at the same McDonald's and they say, hey, all the chicken McNuggets are free, I'm like, why? What's wrong with those McNuggets? Yeah, well, what'd you do? What'd you do to the nuggets? If it's true good to be true, then it probably isn't. Yeah. All right, next, uh, next title up on the uh, media taking it right in the tank, we have this D.C. Uh, confrontation with the uh, Catholic high school kids. You follow this at all, Shay? Okay, I'll be honest
1: with you. I did not watch this video until maybe 15 minutes before um, before we started right, recording. So, so and and it is, I'll just say this right now. It was your hot take. Your hot take. It is exactly what I thought it was. It is some stupid teenage kid. I, first of all, the first vibe, that, and and so keep in mind, I've 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 watched this video after it's been floating around on the internet for a few days i've seen different takes on it um, full, full
2: disclosure and, there are like 1500 videos going around they're all yeah. cut and pasted in weird ways yeah like if, if you if go if back and alex if, jones right now is saying that he has the raw footage he's so full of that shit. tells you anything that tells you he's anything. full of shit
1: obviously yeah. um uh, wait did, did what was it what oh i don't know if you know this but uh i have a roku smart tv so this came up from, uh alex jones uh reached a streaming agreement with roku and made it Two days before he was banned oh, yeah. from the oh, yeah. streaming yeah. network. Anyway, um, the, uh, so here's the thing. we had a
2: podcast learning that, so.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, and and uh, actually, so, just
2: a point of pride, we're on all the uh, media outlets he is not allowed on, so there you go. Mm-hmm.
1: There you go. That shows you how hard, ladies and gentlemen. You just have to not be a crazy racist that says child massacres are fake, and you can you too can be a podcast star. Um, uh,
2: YouTube, uh, SoundCloud, whatever you fucking Fuck, throw that shit doesn't matter. Uh, this video is
1: exactly what I figured it would be. Um it, my instinct it, 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 right at the start is it's a bunch of dumbass teenagers that knew wearing Trump maga hats would piss people off and get them on the internet and make them famous so that's what they fucking did. Um right. if if you haven't watched the video and you've read the coverage you would think this kid hit the dude in the face with a brick. Um but he literally just stands there there's no interaction between the right. two well, um,
2: and, and a lot of and, the other sides of that is that I've 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 had people message me directly saying, he banged a drum on the other side of that coin. Was, he banged a drum in that kid's face. What else was he supposed to do? Like, I'm like, w- w- wait, I'm sorry. I like, think,
1: he- I mean, okay, so here's the thing. Um, and and this is I was actually when I was driving back from the it's liquor a store. Finish your
2: and I'll say what I, I yeah,
1: yeah. When I was driving back from the liquor store to to yeah. get my supplies for the podcast, I was thinking starts. about this. Yeah, and because so basically, so I guess what I said was that Key was fake news. What I said, I watched I watched the video, then I drove to the liquor store, and then I came back to record the podcast. So. um And this was the thought I had, and this is an extremely hyperbolic example. I'm not making a one to one equation between Donald Trump and Nazis, but this is the thing. If you showed up to a bar mitzvah with a Nazi armband, all the people at that party would kind of puff their chest and say, okay, this guy's a dick. He's here to start trouble. That's exactly what happened. You cannot argue to me that a MAGA hat is a controversial symbol. Those kids showed up. It is. yeah. Okay. It is. You're not gonna wear a MAGA hat to a Native American protest or a Women's March protest without the intent of pissing somebody off. There's just no. It. 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 it that's just logic. Like that. Well, that makes. Like any, so. Any, the the argument ahead. again. Yeah. The argument I've heard on the right is you can clearly see that the Native American protester in the video is getting in the kid's face and he's puffing up and you know it. He started it. Whatever. Um. Never mind that I'm using started in air quotes because the kid literally just stood there with him face-to-face. Given the fact that a few years ago a woman got run over and murdered with a car in Charlottesville, this is pretty fucking tame, so people need to calm the fuck down about this video. Well, um, and also,
2: when that woman was murdered in Charlottesville, they said that was just an accident.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, whatever yeah. bullshit. But um, I hey, uh, yeah, th- hey,
2: uh, For those of you listening that were also in a cave, uh, during the 2017 uh, Charlottesville rallies in, in uh, Charlottesville, Virginia, uh, a white supremacist got in his car, drove into a um, a crowd of um, uh, anti you know anti white nationalist protesters, anti-fada, whatever the fuck you want to call them. Drove into that crowd, sandwiched a young woman, um, uh, I believe she was thirty two, against the car. She died on the scene. He reversed out and was and was eventually chased down and arrested by police. He has uh, since then been um, oh he was convicted for something like. 117 hate crimes. No, some, something stupid. He's he's, 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 gonna he's die, going to die right That's good for us. Yeah. Um,
1: but I mean, and again, I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not saying gonna, this. I
2: will never say his name on this podcast, nope. and I know it off the top of my head. So fuck that guy, and uh, welcome to prison.
1: Yeah, but like, I'm and I'm and again, I'm not trying to make. I'm, I'm using examples. Um, I'm not saying this is the same situation. My point is, is what I saw in that video was a bunch of dumbass teenagers that may or may not have actually agreed with the ideas represented by the MAGA hat. They threw the hats on, they went to this protest cuz maybe because they really believe in the political ideals, maybe they just thought it'd be funny and they ended up being YouTube celebrities. But and when 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 those kids walk into that scenario, the only logical reaction if you pay any attention to the political climate of this country right now is the reaction that that guy had, yeah. which is to not back down and to get in their face. Neither one of them threw punches. Neither okay. one of them threw verbal insults. It was actually pretty fucking tame. Which is why I was honestly disappointed when I saw the video. I was like, this is clearly just some teenage dumbass kid. And some guy who's been around for a while. Who knows why they showed up. He's like, these kids just showed up to ruffle people's feathers. And become famous on the internet. That's what they were there for. Like, I refuse to believe let's, these dip. Now the problem I have is well, the people that clear, allowed so. them to be there.
2: Right, let's be very clear. The, and And... That the that, that sentence you just said dovetails right into what I I was I was uh, unartfully going to interrupt you to say is that let's remember that this kid that went to this 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 kid was in my opinion he was at a rally to deny women the rights yes. to their own bodies. That's what that that's wearing, the thing that keeps getting lost. That's what yeah. the rally was originally. Yeah. So he was at the he was at the rights for you know the the right for life rally, which is a rally in support of denying women right to their rights to their own bodies. Wearing a MAGA hat, what the fuck did people think was gonna happen? Like, like exactly, this, yeah, like, like this. In my book, these people aren't princes, so you know, you know, that that's already a check mark. So I
1: wouldn't even be surprised if the because aren't these are these are kids from a school right? It was a school these kids,
2: trip. These are kids. These kids were from. Uh, it's called Covington Catholic High School. It's in from. Uh, it's a uh, northern uh, northern Kentucky. Um, it's an all male Catholic school. Um, I read online that the uh, tuition to this private school was about ten thousand uh, dollars. That's what I read online. I'm holding to that. Like you know, of course, that shit probably varies year to year, but that's what I saw. That's the one of the quotes I saw online. Um, their uh, website, believe it or not, Shay is down as of today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, imagine that. Um, no. So, um, so let, let me, yeah, I kind of had the same hot take that you did. So we see this, and and the the original videos that were showed were. Um, this kid, uh, um, his name, his last name is, uh, Sandman, which, uh, sidebar, that's an awesome fucking last name. Wait, Uh, Sandman? Sandman.
1: Like S-A-N-D-M-A-N? Two N's, but yeah. Oh, that's badass.
2: Yeah, it's badass as fuck. So, if this kid's nickname isn't just Sandman, he fucking is dumber than I thought. But, um, uh... I don't know why I'm talking. Shay, can you Google his first name. I want to say it's Kevin, but I, uh, yeah. I don't have it here in front of me. But uh, so uh, the uh, the hot take I had was that the first the original videos that were showed were uh, the clip of um, uh, this uh, I want to say Kevin Sandman. Check and correct me. Um, this uh, young uh, you know uh, Covington, a high school kid, face to face with uh, Nick, okay, so Nick Nick Sandman. Face to face with Nathan Phillips, who is the um, uh, Vietnam veteran. He's a member of a Native American tribe. They were there for the uh, Indigenous People's March. They were face to face. He looked very antagonistic. He was staring him right in the face. He was just smirking. He had a very punchable face. All the kids around him were clearly mocking the Native Americans. They were doing the. They seminal, were. That
1: was very clear. They were. Yeah, they
2: seminal were. chant. They were doing the, you know, doing every type of uh, Native American, you know, stereotype you can think of and that was the original clip that was showed. I saw that clip and I thought, well, these are just some entitled little shits. Fuck these yeah, they're kids. They're just
1: dipshit kids. That's what yeah, it is.
2: They're, what they're, dipshit, they're dipshit kids. And the fact that he's wearing a mag hat, of course, like I said, doesn't you know win him any points in my book. The fact that they were at the, the uh, right for life rally to do this again, doesn't win them any points in my book. They're just some entitled dipshits that, that thought that they could stare down some um, people that were, you know, quote unquote below them because of their, you know, differences in races so then everybody's like well when you see the full story you will understand well yeah so you see the full story and the picture i see is basically the picture that nathan phillips like i said vietnam veteran member of uh, the indigenous peoples march said he said there were four um muslim protesters at the women's march and these kids started interacting with him uh the interactions became more intricate the kids started to surround these four muslim protesters and nathan phillips saw this interaction happening and decided to get between the two groups and try to try to diffuse it that clearly didn't work because once he got between the two groups the uh the kids from um covington catholic um high school uh, surrounded the you know indigenous marchers and that's where that's where the video picks up that almost everybody saw at first is that all the the, the Native Americans singing and doing their song, trying to go to the um, Lincoln Memorial, the kids surrounding them doing all the disrespectful chants and hoots and hollers and whatnot. And um, I was told immediately that I was apparently uh, a bigot of some sort because I didn't watch the uh, all of the 1,500-some fucking videos that have been, been, uh, been put up, up there since then. But if you watch the full video, what you see is you see the Covington kids interact with the quote-unquote Muslim protesters. There they were four um, black, uh, I think they wanted to be called black Israelites. I don't know how yeah. that shakes out, but whatever. You can call yourself whatever you want. Call yourself a fish for all I care. Um, but uh, they started to interact with those kids. Now, I have it from several friends. I haven't seen this part of the video yet because I kind of skipped through this the long part of the video. Um uh, to try to catch up. Um, I've watched so many fucking videos in the last three days, and I'm, I'm actually really tired of fucking watching this, but apparently there's p- parts where the kids taunt the black, uh, the uh, these black uh, um, Muslim protesters uh, with uh, gorilla hoots and gorilla pantomimes. So, put an asterisk beside that. I, I uh, had a friend tell me that that totally happened, and I asked him to send me the link and where in the video. He saw that. I'll follow up. But once you, okay, so, so, and then, okay, so I, I, I'm of the, uh, my hot take is I believe Nathan Phelps. I believe that he tried to get in between these two groups to kind of defuse the situation. It didn't defuse. If you look, you know, you can watch the whole two or three hour video. You can watch 15 hours of video if you want to. At the end of it, I see a lot of uh, very entitled little shits surrounding Native Americans hooting and hollering and making, like, making... Sounds and gestures that our father would have yanked our testicles through our nostrils if he ever saw us do. Like, yeah, that's what I saw. And
1: yeah, no, it's very clearly spoiled shits being spoiled. Yeah, shit. my hot
2: take was they were entitled little shits. When I saw the three-hour-long video, my opinion was still that they're entitled little shits. Yeah, and there you go. What's really fucking. Uh, Entertained me in the last couple days is all of the people that have really like flexed up against me to like apologize to these kids. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, what? And my entire stance has changed from like, you know what? Fuck these little kids. You know, you know, fuck them all, fuck them all. I don't give a shit. Like, you know, the seas could rise and they could all drown. I wouldn't lose an ounce of sleep, whatever. And to like, I'm supposed to apologize to them? No. How the fuck you figure that out? Yeah,
1: fuck those. I mean, if you if you just take step back and you look at the expression on those kids' faces, like it is very clear that they are there just to stir the bucket. They're smiling. They know they're being filmed. They're well, they're, they're 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 doing what teenagers do. They're being dicks. Like it it it's so stereotypical. It, it reminds – you know what it reminds me of is those – when the when, when new console, when new video game consoles launches – they did this for the for the past two PlayStations and Xboxes. This video always comes up. There's a video of people in line at Best Buy, and then some kid goes in and buys a PlayStation or whatever it is and walks out in front of the people in line waiting to buy it and smashes the console to piss the people off. They knew just standing there with MAGA hats was going to cause a problem, and they're laughing about it. And yeah. that's all it was. They're just being dicks. Well,
2: and also, it's, like there were there were two statements that were released, like, you know, Nathan Phillips gave his statement that he, you know, of his, his statement of the encounter, and then this Nick, Nick uh, Sandman, awesome, awesome name, by the way, I can't get over how awesome the name is, this Nick Sandman apparently released his own statement. Mm. And everybody fucking, like, messaged me that statement, and, you know. Shared it all over Facebook. And my only question, not trying to be a, you know, try, not trying to be a cock or anything. I was like, so why should I believe this kid over this, this guy? Yeah. Like, why are the, why is it? Because, because the way that it was played out was, you know, Nathan Phillip was inter- interviewed by several uh, outlets. I believe the Ch- Chicago Tribune was the one that got the most quotes from him. He was like, hey, I saw this, I saw this interaction. saw it was going to go south, decided to get in the middle of it second I got in the middle of it to diffuse it, I saw it. Wasn't really diffusing it. These kids were just amped up and now focused on me, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like you can read his quotes. Read that statement. Then you read the statement from this this Nick uh, Sandman that's like, yeah you know, It's like a two page letter and I read it and everybody like everybody's sharing they're like, oh, see, there we go. Everybody owes them an apology. It was like Wait one fucking minute. Why does his this statement Suddenly gospel and this guy's statement is bullshit. And, yeah, like, well, and,
1: and the, the question I would throw out there is like, why should I care what this kid says? Sits kid down. This is the question I want somebody to ask him. What did you think you would accomplish by showing up to a March with that hat on? Same thing to him and his friends. Because, a pro-life hat. A pro-life hat. Yeah, march. pro like Like, the, like you know and i get you know you could make the argument of saying like well i'm going to be uh I'm, I'm i'm there to represent my political viewpoint no go fuck yourself your political viewpoint is control the government for 2 years and is in in the white house like no everybody knows what your viewpoint is what did you hope to accomplish i'm not saying what did you want to express what opinion did you want to express why did you go there and i and and you know whatever answer he would give is is going to be what you'd expect um, and i still think that it the answer is I thought it would make me famous. And guess what? It did for at least a week or two. Well
2: see, and, and this is this is my point. I think that whatever his you know, he, he's uh, a junior in high school. I think that How
1: actually like, old is this kid? So he's a junior he's what,
2: 16 I've 17? Heard Sixteen or seventeen, yeah. Yeah, 16, maybe eighteen 17. not eight not quite seventeen. Uh, I wouldn't I would yeah. say he's eighteen. Yeah. So um If you watch the videos, watch the three-hour video, watch the the three-minute video, I don't really give a shit which one you watch, but at the end of it, you see this kid with not a smile. He said he smiled at the Native American protester, and nobody around him did anything but uh, their cheer and spirit cheers for high school bullshit. Mm -hmm. That was clearly mocking the Native Americans for several minutes of that video, and he did not smile. Like, one person on, I think, Twitter said, uh, when you smile, you show teeth. You were just smirking like a little shit. That was I'm a like, smirk. That, that's yeah, all that okay. was. That was a fucking Yeah, he was smirking. That's what that so, was. So, in Justin Woods' personal opinion, I think that this kid, in the moment, in that very moment, thought, this is my MAGA moment. This is my, this is my, I'm going to go viral on YouTube and InfoWars and all these other, uh, you know... Um, WorldNet Daily, the Blaze. This is my MAGA moment. I believe yeah. in I believe in this president and this president's beliefs. And I'm gonna stand and just let this, this Native American This is business. how
1: I get Donald Trump to notice me.
2: Yeah, some bullshit like that. Right? Like this was gonna be his moment to show that he's like got MAGA nuts or something. And then the next day the videos were not as kind as he thought they were. Because if you'll notice in the video, every single fucking one of his friends is filming this shit.
1: Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Dude, like, I, get, dude, I, I, I there guarantee There are 1,600
2: cameras on this little kid by that yeah. point. And, Yo, guys, and like, let's
1: throw some MAGA hats on and go to this protest. It's going to yeah, be fucking funny. That's
2: yeah, fun. that's your That's your prerogative. But you know what? Your prerogative isn't to just fucking tell everybody they've got to apologize to you after they call you a racist. Like, no. There's nothing in the Constitution that says I, A, have to support this kid, B, have to be nice to this kid, or C, have to respect this kid's whatsoever because he's, like I said, he's already at a, he's already showed up for an institution and a function that I don't agree with. So, yeah. fuck a bunch of this kid. And, like, that that's the thing that entertained me the most in the last couple of days, Shay, is, like, all the people that have, like, flexed on me to, like, apologize or, like... Like they tell me, I've got to do more research to understand the situation. I was like, no, I saw the kid; they looked like little shits. I saw the longer video; still looked like little shits. Uh yeah. What do you got?
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I, I just, I just don't get it because, like, it's so. If if you've ever interacted, like, you know, and God, I feel fucking old talking about this, but. If you're a grown-ass adult oh, and you've old. ever interacted – yeah, if you've ever interacted with anyone between the ages of 15 and pr- pretty much fucking 20, um, they're dicks. Yeah. They're like, they, they, like when you're a teenager, you're a dick. Justin, you knew me when I was 15. Oh. How awesome was I? You were you were bad. Yeah, exactly. So like this – you know, it, it's fucking well, – it, it's just being... so clear from the – it's so clear from the expression on that kid's face when he stands there he thinks it's funny and he knows well, what he's doing and he knows he's the, being filmed and he knows he's going to be famous.
2: The difference between you and me when you were a teenager was our interactions were you thinking you were big shit and me being very well, being very aware you were not big shit yet. Then you needed to calm your jets. Yeah. And, you going, and,
1: and that's and true you for same. any fucking person at that age.
2: Right. Like you just, I guess this, I, Actually, that's a fantastic question. We would, does, If this kid has a, an older brother or older sister. Because, oh, that'd
1: be interesting. I would love to know what they think.
2: Because, like, Shay, I, you know, not to get into our personal relationship too much, but I remember you being about 16, 17 and thinking you were just going to kill everybody in the world because you were big and you'd, you had you gotten know? some weight on you at that point. And I remember telling you, like, you better be ready. I'll hit you with this chair. I don't give a shit. Like, uh, you know. You want to talk some smack? We'll, we'll throw down and I'll hit you with a chair. Because I'm not, I'm not in to win this like, you know, fucking, uh, you know, Indiana Jones, you know, Temple Doom. This is not going to be a fair fight. I'll hit you with a goddamn chair. And you're like, okay, well that doesn't sound fun. You know, like, at that age you need somebody to check your shit. And if he did, uh, it, that's a great question. Like, I would love to hear if he had an older sister or brother. I, I would actually love it if he had an older sister who would just beat the fuck out of him after this happened.
1: That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's interesting. I, you know, have there been any statements from from the guy with the drum? What I know his last name is Phillips. I don't know what his first name is. Uh, is uh-huh. His
2: first name is Nathan Phillips.
1: Nathan it's Phillips. Nathan has Phillips. there been any statements from him on his side of things, or has he just yeah, basically yeah, been like, "I'm not getting in on this"?
2: No, he 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 basically gave his side of it. He said that he uh, he uh, basically didn't want to. He thought he was going to defuse the situation, but he, clearly he didn't. No, and he felt he kind of felt bad, but like he understands that this kid, he, his basically comment was like, "I just wanted to go to, um, I just wanted to go to the Lincoln Memorial, and this kid got in my way, and he didn't want to move, and I didn't want to push the room, and it was, um, they were clearly rude once you know this happened." You know, it like kind of what I described before he, he decided to get between the uh, Catholic school kids and the you know the quote-unquote black Muslims um, we also haven't talked about the fact that the uh, Nick Nick Sandman's mom I just sent you a link it'll be fun to talk about too uh, Nick Sandman's mom apparently contacted um I can't find the link but she contacted a news outlet to say that um, you know her son was goaded by the quote-unquote black Muslims that I keep bringing up um, and then yeah. once the news, news article informed her that her comments, she was doing this through email, and once they informed her that her comments would be published, she said, uh, delete this. If you publish this, I'll sue you. And called them fake news. So uh, his, mom, his mom was the first person that brought up uh, black Muslims and then
1: am am i to assume that he is oh wow (laughs) wow this this picture is racist as
2: fuck that has not been acceptable since like the fucking 1900s jesus christ oh my god (laughs) so what i what i just sent shay holy shit what i just sent shay (laughs) yeah what i just sent shay was a was a snopes article from let me see we've got a date on this the picture the image now by the time we release this podcast this image will have floated all around because i pulled this off facebook Um, yeah but this image was apparently no this says 2000 this is a youtube 2018 video entitled uh colonial crazies compilation video so this this um uh, in different sourcing, I've I've seen that this uh, here we go. This is a 2015 uh, photo, and what it is is the uh, you know quote unquote spirit side or the spirit source of the Covington uh, High School. Uh, they dress in all black and they cheer and they have a bunch of cheers. And what they do is if if uh, anybody can you know this is a basketball. This is their basketball team. This is for basketball uh, games. So anytime a player has to uh, inbound near them, they will literally come off the stands and get like, you know, six to ten inches away from the guy who's supposed to, you know, inbound. We're looking at another, yeah, we're looking at a YouTube video. Oh, they got the I, YouTube I, video right I, here. Yeah, I I, right
1: I got to throw this out there. Uh, Justin is saying they're dressed in all black, but that doesn't really describe it. What we, what you've got here is almost. Oh, I haven't almost gotten there yet. Yeah, I was say this is this is classic blackface, basically.
2: Yeah. So you've got students dressed in all black. They are dressed in all black. And the uh, image that you're going to see on the facey spaces in the MyBook in the coming days is a uh, black player. He's a black player from an opposing team wearing a, a red jersey. Um, there are several kids, I would say within inches from him, yelling in his face. He's, he's getting ready to be handed the ball to inbound uh, in a basketball game. And there are one, two, three, four students that I can see in this image that are covered head to toe in black, and that includes their face, and that is blackface.
1: They are and, they are shirtless, and they have painted themselves black with right. white and red outlines around their lips and eyes, which right. is just classic blackface. Which That's okay, classic blackface. I, I I will I will I will give to this argument. They are kids. Maybe they don't know that blackface is racist. Let's push that aside and let's say this. Blackface is racist.
2: Yeah, no, this the all, okay. So here's the thing. When I originally saw this, and everybody can go to Snopes and Google this shit. This is a uh, December uh, 15th. This is apparently when this, this was taken. This school has a long history of doing this shit. It's, I don't think it's great um this is not their school colors this is kind of like their i've actually been talking to uh some of my fraternity brothers about this today like it's much like when marshall does a a blackout or a uh like a blackout like black is not marshall's colors but they want everybody to wear black like you know become some kind of hype hype thing okay let's just say that they did a blackout of the student section for this high school basketball game um they should know not to fucking color your face black. Like that's just like that falls under the rule of white people should never paint their faces black ever. Period. End of story. Yeah, I mean, uh First um, of all, the kid that has the big like the big smiley face painted in around like that kid, that that's just fucking racist. Here, here's a the
1: idiot. thing. Though it, it it and and I I can't, you know, I'm drunk and it's fun to fuck at this. And the thing is, is like Dude, even if the intention is not racist, like, this is in such poor taste, it would take someone with their... Like, it's amazing the school administrators would let them still do this because of the history associated with blackface, but it does, But the reason I bring this up, it does bear to mention um, th- that uh, as far as the school's concerned, uh, and according to the comments on the message board where that photo we're discussing was originally posted, the black paint is not racial but it's insisted to be a school tradition related to blackout games during which fans wore black to support the team. Um, Exactly. Exactly. So that is something I got to say that, Uh, but it, it, yeah. Why, why would you,
2: like? Come on now. Like, yeah. And and this this is funny.
1: One of the other comments from that same thread where that photo originated was the guy on the right looks like he might've been researching minstrually before the game and for anyone that doesn't know that was where um, You would have uh, this was way back in the day when you would have roving theater groups that would have stories of black about black characters But they were played by white people in blackface, which the dude on the right of this photograph if you kill or Google it That's what it looks like. He's doing that's the oh, one exactly. that really no, and, Yeah So and, I mean and,
2: and to those of you who are much younger than Shay and I and maybe have never understood why blackface is such a problem the reason blackface is such a problem is because blackface was used by white actors to portray black pickaninny or the classic, uh, you know, happy, you know, house Negro on the plantation. Yeah. Um, it they were almost universally done by white actors dressed up, and you know, blackface was applied to them to play black characters because, of course, in the twenties, you know, nineteen hundreds, nineteen twenties. You could not allow a black actor on the stage. That was just not a thing. And even after we had come to some kind of realization that black people were people, I know, fucking shocking. um, Once we had come to the realization that black people were people, there was still an era where black performers on stage still wore fucking blackface because that made them fit into what the white audience saw as black people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. The more I look at this, I, how the, the fuck can you know any of that and do that? Period. End of story. Yeah, all I, I mean, say. that's like, uh,
1: yeah. Uh, I, I, I'd say it, it is in poor taste, but I. And again, this time, like as much as I laughed about this photo when it first pulled up, um, again, it, it just looks like a bunch of fucking kids being jackasses to me. I don't see the big deal at the end of the day, like. The, no. the context should any of these is kids, bad.
2: Should any, of, should any of these kids be kicked out of whatever they're doing right now? No. no. Should the school administrator administrators said, "Okay, yeah, we can dress them all black, but nobody paints their fucking face black." Yeah, yes, like that uh, yeah,
1: that's fine. Yeah. Well, like I, it's. I was yeah. talking about
2: fraternity brothers today. Like they were talking about like we do the same thing for Marshall games. Like hold on, hold on. When we have a blackout, nobody paints their face black at a Marshall Stadium because they know it's fucking un. It's, you can't do that. You shouldn't do that.
1: Yeah, you don't it's, do just, that. it's not. I mean, okay. So let's take back what I said earlier. Maybe it, because because I could easily see somebody doing that and not meaning it to be a racist thing. It in itself is not racist, but it's a really fucking insensitive thing to do. Like it's real shitty. And if you have any basic understanding of history, you would never fucking do that because of the negative exactly. connotation. Like yeah that's like, like that
2: that's like that's like some white kid that gets involved in rap and then suddenly thinks he gets to drop the hard in whenever he yeah to. i think that's a great example no i don't do that no, no, dude, that's that. not cool. No. but that's not what i meant doesn't matter shut the fuck up yeah like and the way i talked about it with my buddy russ he was like yeah we do blackouts all the time at marshall was like yeah i've been to those but nobody paints our face black. like the school colors of Covington is white and blue If every one of these kids was was doused head-to-toe in blue paint, nobody would have said a fucking thing. No. And it wouldn't like the, the, wouldn't like the, look like the kid on the right should uh, run a plantation. Yeah, that,
1: that, that, the the kid on the right, that, I don't know, that's weird. He's, I don't know, I, uh, I, maybe, maybe my, my real issue is that i Based on what I've read about these kids before, I don't think they're smart enough to have looked into what this could possibly mean. And I I honestly think a lot of this entire situation is just a result of how polarized everything is right now and how quick to snap up something that can be used as a headline to insult the other side. Like you find anything, you package it. You print it, you throw it out there, and you see what, you know, and you, you can use it to damage the point of view you don't agree with. And it seems like these kids have gotten caught up in that machine. But haven't, that having been said, they still went to that rally knowing that what they were doing would piss people off and they were being dicks about
2: it. I Well, I can see that. I can see that too. Like, I actually have seen several people on in my, you know, facey spaces my and my space circles that have been, like, very, like, just apparently fighting for this. Just, just, oh, it's just like gutturally fighting for these kids. And I didn't it- understand it. And I sent, I sent out some messages to their, their family members that I knew, you know, more personally than I knew the people on my Facebook, you know, circle that were so butthurt about this. And I asked the question, is this a right left issue or is this, is this a Catholic issue? because for some reason a lot of people are seeing this as some kind of attack against Catholics and Catholic schooling and and, and yeah and this is an audit auditory medium so you guys can't see the face she just made but it's basically what I'm getting it's like are you? the only reason that
1: uh, yeah was well, that's fucking stupid the only reason that that's the fact it, or that that's the case I shouldn't say it's a fact it's the situation that's what I'm looking for um, the only reason that is the situation in my opinion is because from the very moment this has hit the airwaves, the word Catholic high school's basketball student or Catholic high school student has right. been used. Um, and I which, will say, Which yeah. I think is a poor choice on the uh, whoever originally oh, yeah. was no, coming no, no. up with those titles. It should have just been high school student does, you know, does insert dick thing. Because, hey, guess no, what? It, high school students are dicks.
2: Yeah. No, they're they're dicks. They're always going to be little dicks. And, and I kind of had the same point you just had. It's like, I don't really give a shit that these kids came from a Catholic high school.
1: You didn't know. even know that they were from a Catholic high school, literally until today when I looked into it more. Yeah,
2: like, and and that's fine. Like, like everybody can be dicks. You can be dicks from a public school. You can be dicks. I just a know I don't Catholic like people school, in MAGA hats. But, yeah, well, and that's the thing. Like, like there was this weird, and in a way, I get it. Listen, Shay, if you're, um... excuse me, people defend the groups and organizations that they are tied to and associated with so let's say you're a Catholic right now and this this thing pops up this is this is a thing that you might be able to win and even if you can't win it you're not gonna lose it or, or yeah. you could you could you could not lose it you could win it but you could just not lose it um, unlike the whole diddling thing as far as Catholics go so like as far as the Catholic religion goes, I say, you know, I get it. They're swinging for the fences on this, So they're going to defend these kids to no end. And there's also another thing like Catholic schools are generally private. They're generally, you know, pay to play. Like you got to pay to go in there. So um, if you fuck with their money and or their reputation, they will end you. So like there's a, a lot of reasons why the Catholic Catholics as a whole would like stand up and go to bat for these kids. And that's fine. You yeah, know, it's a free country, right, Jay? Like, everybody's got nope. the First Amendment rights. But, like, I had so many people push back against me just for saying that these are entitled little shits. And I don't think it was a right-left thing. It was totally a Catholic, not Catholic thing. And I wasn't even pushing back because they're Catholic. Like, if you want to have the conversation about Catholic schools and how fucking I don't like you pulling my, you know, you, you want your... uh you know, if you want your, um, what the hell are they called? Uh, school vouchers to send your kid to a Catholic school instead of the public schools. Like, we'll have that argument. I will fucking tear you down on that argument because not only are you, you know, sending your kid to a school whose religion I don't quote unquote believe in, but you're pulling money out of the local school system that I'm paying into regardless, and I don't even fucking have kids. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, you know, you know I, we can have that argument. It has absolutely nothing to do with you being Catholic whatsoever. It has to, you know, we can have that argument, but these kids being shitheads has nothing to do with that argument. And I I thought it was really funny that so many people dug their heels in just for that specific, like small factoid of what just happened.
1: I'd be curious to know how the narrative of this entire story would be different. If the, if the fact that this was from Catholic high school, wasn't in the news, like if nobody knew that it was just some fucking, a big group of kids. Like if someone said local high school group organizes, whatever, and you know, eventually it would come out that it was a Catholic high school. But I'd love to see how the how the news would spin it differently. Um,
2: well, I can tell if, you right now, the, a, yeah, yeah. It, I, it, I, 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 let's, let's say they sent sixty five kids to the pro pro life march from a public school. Yeah, and this shit happen. Yeah, and the it'd the narrative outraged. would be the narrative would be this is why we shouldn't fund public schools because they're just uh, you know it it'd be some attack on public schools. Yeah. It wouldn't be the fact that like. Wouldn't have any. Well, actually, I would have a lot to say about the fact you sent public school kids to a pro life march, but that's you know that's just me. Yeah, okay. yeah. I'm sure a lot of people be like, well, that's what's wrong with public schools. That's why I don't send my kids there. Like, you eat at a fourth grade level. Like, I don't really give a shit what you think. <laughs> All right, we have gone. Um, okay, I would like to take a point and apologize to Katie Maddie because we have gone way hey, longer than she hey. apparently says. Fuck them. At the uh, podcast. We
1: can't end this without fucking talking about that compromise deal that Trump donnie gave a speech about on Saturday.
2: Oh, okay. So we gotta get. All right. So we're we We at,
1: we're, at least we're, have we're, to talk about. It. We have to mention it. I think right, then we well can't.
2: Then, then, then I'm gonna have to get some more beer. Yeah, do it. That's fine. All right. So we're we're gonna, we're gonna have a second pause. <laughs> this, and we're gonna have a second pause in this podcast. And at this point,
1: um, you can stop listening if you want, but I refuse to let this episode go without talking about this. All right.
2: So I love you, Shay. We're gonna call this second pause the Katie Maddie pause. That's the Katie Maddie pause. Katie Maddie pause. All right, everybody, we are back from the uh, Katie Maddie uh, pause. For those yep. of you who have been keeping track at home, the second pause of the podcast is always the Katie Maddie pause. Yep. We just decided that right now.
1: Yep, and in the few moment. I don't know. I just I, I feel like it's uh it's very important to talk about this uh, speech that Donnie Moscow gave I, on was it
2: Saturday. Yeah, so I knew we were going to go long on, on um, Ghostbusters because... Yep. I knew you and I both give a shit about Ghostbusters, so we we're going
1: gonna... to... I'm probably going to keep drinking and watch the first one after we get off of here. Well, so the, yeah.
2: the last podcast we talked about, like, when we were, you know, on our breaks, you mentioned, like, we were discussing the difference. Like, we brought up... I think Ben brought up Ready Player One. Yeah. And then we talked about the difference of the, the first Gundam as opposed to... Um,
1: the Gundam Godzilla height yeah, difference. Yeah. Right, yeah, we
2: discussed that. So what did I do when I got off this podcast? I pounded awesome. a bunch of rum and watched Ready Player One and I enjoyed yeah. my life to no end, yeah.
1: There you go. Um, all right, so, so what she, yeah, so what she is talking
2: about is on Saturday the 19th, uh, Donald Trump declared he was going to give a... Well, first of all, we are in the... Let me find myself on a fucking uh, outline here. Oh, all right. Here's a we had a page break weirdness. Um, so yeah, so we are in the thirtieth day of the pot of the government shutdown as we record this podcast. Um, you guys will hear it on the thirty first day of the government shutdown. Um, we have some funny little quips that have happened since then. Uh, Donald Trump uh, canceled Nancy Pelosi's trip to um, Iraq and Afghanistan to visit the troops. He canceled her military plane. Um, about 24 hours after that, he sent a military plane to take Melania back to Florida for, um, vacation. So there's a little bit of hypocrisy there. Again, no big surprise in the Trump administration. But he did it out of spite. Like, he canceled, he canceled the military, uh, plane out of spite. And by announcing the fact that he canceled the military plane, he gave out the, uh, Leader of the House, you know, Speaker of the House's travel plans, and you never do yep. that on the way to the, yeah. you know, you never do that on the way to the war zone, an active war zone, because you just don't do that. Like, remember when everybody gave Donald Trump such awesome props for going and visiting the troops in Af- Afghanistan? You didn't know about that until he landed, for obvious fucking reasons. Like, you don't yep. telegraph those kind of trips because they're huge fucking targets. I mean, Shay, what the fuck would happen if somebody were to actually capture the Speaker of the House?
1: I mean, I, I, it would. I mean, I don't know. Has it ever happened before?
2: No, I, no, like there hasn't been a general or a senator captured in in over a hundred years or something stupid like that. But it doesn't stop Ben Shapiro from writing really shitty books about it. But whatever. Um, but yeah, so like Donald Trump did that out of spite. Um, then he gave a special, uh, special presentation on Saturday. This is what Shay's talking about. Let me just go through the bullet points here, and then Shay, you can. Shit on it, or agree as you yeah. as you uh, feel as you feel yeah as you feel like you should. Uh, we've got seven point seven point 7. seven. I'm sorry, five point seven billion dollars to fund a steel barrier in priority areas along the border. You've got uh, six hundred seventy five million dollars for increased drug detection technology at ports of entry. You've got one hundred thirty million dollars for canine units training and more personnel. Eight hundred million dollars in humanitarian assistance at the border. Uh, seven hundred eighty-two million dollars for two thousand seven hundred and fifty additional border agents. Six hundred, I'm sorry, five hundred and sixty-three million to hire seventy-five new immigration judges, and three years of protections for deportate. Three years of protection from deportation for certain undocumented undocumented immigrants. He's talking about DACA. There, he just wants to yeah. say it. Shay um, and I talked offline, and our agreement is, I, I, our general consensus is, all that sounds fine. Just make the protections for the docket recipients, recipients, uh, permanent, and we're good to go. Yeah, I mean, this is this bugs
1: the hell out me, and this this was something. It was one of those things that I hadn't even thought about. I was I was driving home, and, uh, from some errands around today, and you know, some random bullshit on the radio, and and this guy had made this point, um, and. It really is. I, I really want the Democrats to dig their heels in on this because, first of all, this is this is this is number one. You know, obviously this is the record. Anyone who follows this stuff has heard this. We've Donald Trump has already offered like two point five, twenty five billion or whatever dollars to build his fucking wall if he would, you know, permanently uh, accept the DACA kids, and he turned it down. So now we're saying it's like you know five point seven for a temporary. Point, uh, of fact, uh, point of fact,
2: why did he turn it down Shay?
1: I, I honestly don't remember the details of that.
2: But he turned it down because he was getting, he got heat from the, Shannity, the well, Hannity's, the Limbaugh's, and the Ann Coulter's of the... the. Oh, the, yeah, R-
1: that is true. I do remember that. Yeah, he got a lot of flack from the conservative media talking heads for talking about accepting it. Right, um, it's
2: called, in their, in their book of, of words, it's called Amnesty.
1: Amnesty, yes, exactly. And even Ann Coulter had tweeted some bullshit about this most recent deal. Right. Um, but the, we'll the thing that, that really – yeah, the, the thing that really chaps my balls about this, and, and, and you'll see people – even on the left, you'll see people say, well, you know, the Democrats should probably accept this deal. Otherwise, it looks like they're not willing to work with him. They should absolutely dig their heels in on this because not only are the, are the protections that he is saying he'd give them temporary instead of permanent, this is shit that was already in place – before he was president yeah. so all he's saying is if you give me this money i'll make things kind of like they were already before right you're welcome which is bullshit yeah. that is fucking bullshit and i know and i and so far it seems like the the uh, the democratic party understands this the people that were elected in with with the into the house when the house took control were elected with the idea that we don't want them to cave on this like if they came and said all right here's the deal We'll grant all these kids citizenship. We'll have a path to citizenship and we'll get in, you know, we can have money for the wall. I'd say, yeah, go for it. That's fine. Give more than 5 billion. I mean, give them 10, 15, 20. I right. don't care. Well, and, I mean, and that's
2: you're exactly correct because we, you know, one of the, one of the earlier deals was that he would give them, I always thought the number was 26. I looked it up the other day. It's 20, it was $20 billion for his wall. If the yeah. protections for DACA recipients, which is uh, the other word for that, is Dreamers, so whenever you hear yeah, DACA, or dreamers, dreamers, DACA,
1: same fucking thing.
2: And just to be just to be a little bit more descriptive, DACA or Dreamers are people who were brought to the United States as as minors by their parents. So you know you might have been brought here to the United States by your mother or father when you were five, and you've lived your entire life here as a United States citizen. And some of the DACA recipients have learned. Did not know that they were undocumented until they tried to do things like get a driver's license, or yeah, exactly. Or, you know, there, there's there's so many stories you can just Google them. So many people were brought here when they were one or two, and they were just raised as Americans. Like their parents, yes, were from an, you know another country, usually Spanish speaking countries, um, and they did not realize that they were undocumented until they tried to get a driver's license or apply for college or I mean, just all these little things that people, you know, like, how, like, you know, Shay, like how many times were you handed your uh, social security card before you were 16? Uh, never. Right. Because you don't trust little kids with that shit. Right. Nope. So like the fact that somebody went to go apply for a driver's license and did not realize that they were undocumented is not like some kind of unicorn thing. So that's what DACA and Dreamers are. Democrats offered uh, Donald Trump 20 20- Twenty billion dollars for his fucking wall. Uh, what was it like, 2016, 2017? And um, the Senate and the House passed it, and Donald Trump refused to sign it because he got the same shit he was getting from Limbaugh and Hannity and and Coulter and all those other fucksticks. And um, the uh, like, like Shay said, like uh, one of the points the Democrats have pointed out is like, why would they give him a permanent thing for temporary protection for DACA? That's yeah, that's ridiculous.
1: That's I mean. I, it this, and, and I, I'm, I'm sure that the calculus on the the, the right is, hey, we can't. They know that the Encolter is basically. <laughs> let's just say this, because Coulter represents these people, his base, that thirty thirty five percent. it's not growing. Forty five. Uh, yeah, thirty. What whatever it is. Um, that that's who they That's who he's pandering to, and those people are would be pissed off if he just granted these kids citizenship for whatever reason. Um. And, uh, they know that, but I'm, I'm really hoping the result is, you know, the end re- that we get, you know, six to $10 billion for border security. And again, just to, just to say this, the wall and border security are not the same goddamn thing. Right. That's a false equivalency. The GOP has been peddling for a while now. Um, for in, in exchange for permanent protections. That's fucking great. That's fair. That is a reasonable compromise. Right. Like, come on, people. Let's be real here. $10 billion in the scheme of the budget is goddamn nothing. And 600, 700,000 people in the scheme of the entire population of the United States is not fucking nothing. And let's be clear. Most of those people they're talking about are already goddamn taxpayers, even though they're not fucking citizens. So pull your heads out of your asses and make oh, the yeah. compromise.
2: Yeah, they're, 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 you know, and the argument you're going to hear of people is like, we're paying for their health care. It's like, no, you're not. Or, or, no, you're sorry. not. Shut well, fuck actually, up. Well, actually, you already are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you already are because the, these people can't get health insurance, so they go to the ER. And they, uh, you yeah, know, you pay for that regardless. Like, that's the thing. Um, Yeah, I'm telling you with you, like, if I was Nancy Pelosi and you and I have our resignations about Nancy Pelosi as Speaker of the House because. We need new leadership. We need new Democrats. We need new fucking legislators as a whole, cross board Democrat and Republican. Yeah. They're all fucking old. They're all fucking millionaires. Fuck them. Um, they need to be swapped out. And yes, the m- slow march of time will eventually, uh, you know, drum them out of out of the House. In the I center. mean, not to
1: sound like it did, but it's not so slow of a march no, of time. Like a ten yeah. to fifteen years at this point. Yeah. These well,
2: old motherfuckers. And I, I heard, I heard uh, there was there was this one there was this one tweet that like it was really fucking funny. Um, like this uh, conservative um, like pundit was like talking about you know because of course OAC um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has like totally like lit a fire under all these Republican asses because A she's a very left Democratic uh, Congresswoman who is A very attractive and B gives no shit what they think like no. these, these men that are criticizing OAC are used to women that look like her deferring to them because of their power and status. And she yep. doesn't. She doesn't de- defer to them because of their power and status. And so they have this really weird boner they don't know what to do anything about.
1: And... <laughs> that is so accurate. <laughs> yeah, no,
2: like, it's so accurate because if you watch all the comments that the the you know House Republicans or House Senators that made about that video about her dancing when she was in college, they're like, oh my gosh, she looks so hot. I wish she didn't have, like such weird political stances and they're like, Oh my God, I, I can't stop beating off to her because oh my God, what she's so like, like there's this, there, there, there's this like thirst there. that They can't deal with like, like I fa- am
1: so mad because this chick is uh not white. She's hot. She won the election and she says shit that people agree with. What do I do with this? I don't understand. Yeah,
2: like I want, I want her to, I want her to have sex with me, but she won't like answer my phone calls. This has never happened to me in my 80 years of life. Like it's yeah. so, it's so funny. Um, but yeah, they like somebody was like somebody posted a picture of her like doing something, and they're like, "Do we really want more millennials in the Congress?" And like the first yes. comment was, "Well, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, like, you know, politically, physically, speaking, there's no way around it. People die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, and like the first comment was, it's like based on my understanding of the con- con- continuity of time, like you know how time continues in one direction. That's the only way we're gonna get here. Like, like there's no other <laughs> option. <route to laughs> that's now. the only way
1: to replace the people that are going <laughs> to yeah. die soon.
2: Yeah." Like, what generation of people would you like us
1: like, to replace them with it? Listen, Justin, I like to think of myself as an expert on the, fl- the linear flow of time because I am unemployed, and I've watched a lot of Doctor Who in the last right, week, right. so I know what I'm talking about when I say those people are going to age, and they're going <laughs> to yeah. die soon. Yeah, yeah now, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, th- 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 it really cracks my shit up. Like, I, you know, right. honestly, I, I understand why people on the left – love throwing Cortez's shit up because it, it, it's just funny because she's very clearly somebody close to age to us who just understands that that what she really under the core of it is she understands that the people who are going to be controlling the country in the next 10 to you know well let's say, let's be generous 15 to 20 years are her age not group and not Mitch McConnell and they're going to respond to how she speaks to them and uh and it's hilarious to see her do that because the impression I get is that she's going to do her best at her job but in the meantime, she doesn't really seem to care too much about what anybody thinks or how it turns out. She's like, "All right, I've been elected for this term. I'm going to do everything I can. I'm going to say what I want to say." Um, and Look, and the but fact she was that elected she is for
2: those exact reasons—that's
1: so. what I'm saying. Like,
2: yeah, she's she's like, not well, she play it safe now.
1: No, exactly. Like, I don't understand how all these people who, uh, like, let me put it this way: this this is what I'm trying to articulate. It is down, hilarious man. that the same people. Who wear those? Who, th- the same people complaining about her are probably the same ones that wore those shirts in 2016 that said "Trump, fuck your feelings." Oh, of course. Yeah, exactly. And it pisses them off because she's young, she's not white, she's a woman, she's very attractive, and she's also very intelligent. So she hits all those check boxes of things that really just chap the asshole of some super.
2: Well, like you know, really. they, we we didn't talk about this much, but like, you know, a couple weeks yeah. ago they shared they they they. they uh, Q anonymous, like the Q anon or whatever Twitter page. Right? I haven't
1: heard much from that deal those deal holes in a while. I have to we, do some we, googling.
2: Well, Yeah, but they shared that video of her, excuse me, dancing as a um, college project, and it was her and several other um, people in a theater. I, 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 you know, I'm, yeah, I'm probably glossing over some facts here, but it was like they they basically recreated the dance sequence in Breakfast Club.
1: Yes, so, and so, so, she—I so, understand why they're so mad because she was disgustingly adorable.
2: Exactly, and so there's all these college kids dancing around. You won't mimicking. find any
1: videos of Donald Trump dancing that make people go "aww." Yeah. <laughs> there's probably Maybe a lot a of people. Tape.
2: Yeah, there's probably a lot of people that would see Donald Trump dancing going "ew." Mm. Yeah, and so that's the thing. Like all these, you know. And and the funny thing, and you kind of said it, is she's speaking to the her constituents the way she wants to speak to her constituents, and she was elected the way she was elected, so she doesn't feel like she has to backpedal right now. You know, like a lot of a lot of Democratic senators, like we'll have to you know, tack to the right to win a primary, and then tack to the left to win. You know, blah, blah blah blah. You know, and once they get in, once they get in Congress or the Senate, they've got you know they got to toe a certain line. She was literally elected to be a fresh face in Congress, so the fact that she's a fresh fresh face in Congress isn't some kind of, like, shocking news, except no. to the people like fucking, you know, um, the minority Speaker of the House. Like, he's just like, why is this bitch dancing? Like, she shouldn't, she should sit and put her hands quietly in her lap and, and, and do shit that I say. Like, no, that's not how this works now. Have you given any thought but to how funny mm-hmm. Hold on, like, but like what you just said, like we've got, what, 15 or 20 years before we're going to re-out a new Congress? Yeah. So imagine OEC 15 years from now. She'll be the Nancy Pelosi of her yeah, generation. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Like, she'll Assuming be she sticks with politics. Yeah. yeah sh- she'll be there. She'll know how the shit, the ins and outs of the shit work. She'll know how to talk to the current generation of vo- uh, of voting public. She'll be like, hey, listen, I'm I'm going to blowhole this because Snapchat will be, you know, obsolete by then. It'll be a holographic thing where you just like wink at it and it'll yeah I don't know who fuck new shit it'll be dumb, but like she will know how to relate to her constituency better than these guys that are like like right like Marco Rubio is what thirty five for you right now like fact inf- yeah. like he will be so fucking out of touch in twenty years it's not even funny because he's kind of out of touch now yeah like um he looks the, like the a same. caricature of a man that's running for ca- Congress that no, is Senate, I'm that's right.
1: I don't know the, the thing that I think that's funny about her is if and what I wanted to say is have you thought about the parallels between her and um, Donald Trump? And I know that sounds silly, but like you've got you've got you've got you got somebody who uh, is not is not a political is not a political alumni. She's she's kind of an outsider. Donald Trump was an outsider. Um, you know people. You know, people liked Donald Trump because he quote told it like it was, and then she's calling Donald Trump a motherfucker. Um, you know, she's oh, she's uh no, wait, that's not oh, you
2: see, that wasn't. Was or a, no, um, that was a different. Uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, I mean,
1: it it still holds true because she's she's kind of there there there's a there's a who the fuck was it that said that I'm looking up right now. Yeah, that's. But uh. You know there's a lot of parallels between the two and i think that's
2: rashida talib
1: that's it okay um they both have really crazy names and i confuse them um well, on certain just, a- just
2: for a point of fact the last podcast i kept saying to lucy gabbard and her name is tulsi gabbard so uh, that was on me. You know. i me. The
1: the, the 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 constant bombardment of representative names that aren't my representatives locally comes at me so fast i can't keep them straight um but I, I think the analogy still holds true. They're both political outsiders. Um, they're both saying shit that uh, they, that their base wants to hear. Um, and, uh, but they're at, they're at complete opposite ends of the spectrum. Donald Trump is speaking to a base that is really out of touch and represents the 50s. And she's speaking to a base that is uh, more modern. And, and, and I think that's kind of the, the, the weird yin and yang of that is kind of what scares conservatives so much about her because uh, she's kind of like Donald Trump with her political trajectory, came out of nowhere, um, and, and is, is, is very different from the establishment, but they're just opposite ends of the spectrum. Well, but, um, old well, and the, very disgusting,
2: well, young,
1: not disgusting and intelligent, and the other one's stupid and old. So it, it's really funny.
2: I was also listen- speaking of old and disgusting, I was listening to uh, Chappa's Trap House, which is one of my favorite podcasts now, because th- they consider themselves the dirtbag left. But what they, what they do better than anybody really is, is, you know, fire shots across the bow of both sides. Like, they're not afraid to, like, fuck up Democrats and fuck up Republicans at the same time. But when they're doing it, it's not just like, okay, Ben Shapiro's a little twit, and then move on. Like, they'll be like, Ben Shapiro's a little twit. Why don't we read and discuss three chapters of his shitty-ass book? Like, they drill way down on why you should hate Ben Shapiro and everything he says or does. And I respect that. And one of the things they were talking about was like, you know, imagine what it's like to touch or be near Donald Trump. Like his 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 physical persona is probably like it's all fast food, right? So his body has to smell bad. Listen, man, man, here's the thing.
1: Like, I, I don't want to be, and I got to interrupt you. I don't want to be, I do my best not to be a hypocrite. And if I'm going to be a hypocrite, I'll tell you I'm going to be a hypocrite up front. But, and I tell you, I sure do love fast food. And I can, that's like the only thing I identify with him on. I, I have a real problem. Like, the only way you're going to get me into the White House to have a meeting with Donald Trump is if you said, hey, Shay, come talk to Donald Trump about his policies. I'm not going to do that. What if I told you it was all you could eat Big Macs? What time do I get there?
2: Well and that's it's, it's funny you said that because that was one of the was one of Chapo's uh uh um Matt Christman was like, Listen, if I was ever gonna sit down with him, it would be over some fast because I could I could hit down on that too. But I would just be eating it looking at him going, This is fucked up. You 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 know, you're you know your dick, right? Yeah. You know. But uh yep. But uh, yeah, so but also like you were talking about the dichotomy between oac and donald trump like think about the dichotomy between oac and who was also just elected in this term on the republican side like i, I believe uh uh one of the one of the republican congressmen he was the one that was sh- he was the one that was shot in that shooting um shooting incident um i gonna fuck his name up it sucks i'm gonna say Sarcasio, but that's not right But he just did a, I'm going to Google it now while I talk, um, but he uh, he just did an article where he just he just made a statement in an article where he said that it's Nancy Pelosi's fault that uh, the GOP is all white and all male. Like this, their side of the aisle is all white and all male because of uh, Nancy Pelosi's fault somehow. Steve Scalise, that's what I was thinking. Oh, yeah, Steve, yeah, Steve, yeah, Scalise,
1: Steve Scalise. That guy's yeah, great. Yeah,
2: Steve, Cali- Steve Scalise just said, like, just the other day, he was like, well, you know, the reason that the Republican uh, side of Congress is all white and all male is because of Nancy Pelosi. And everybody's like, the fuck? <laughs> like, like, the fact that you guys don't recruit, run, or vote for anybody that's not a white male has nothing fucking to do with the Democratic Party. So, meanwhile, back at the ranch, Dale said to Roy that the um, Democratic Party has said that Donald Trump's uh, proposal was a non-starter from the word go. It was basically this whole uh, thing about uh, protection for the Dreamers was called Amnesty by Rush Limbaugh, Ann Coulter, and um, Steve King, you know, noted racist. Yeah. And uh, so the... The thought is that it was a non-starter so that Donald Trump could put this out. Here's the word on the street. The word on the street that I've read from several articles is that this was not a proposal by Donald Trump. It was a proposal by Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell gave this to the president to put it out. The uh, three-year protection for the Dreamers would cause all the right-wing pundits to say amnesty, which they did. Um, Then... uh, the right wing would reject it. The left wing, the Democrats would reject it as well because, like we said before, they don't want a permanent thing for temporary protections. And this would pave the way for Donald Trump to declare a national emergency and do what he wanted to. There it is. What, do you th- what are your thoughts on that, Jay?
1: Um, That sounds about right. I mean, I, I – I, well, let's put it this way. I can't imagine – okay, so I could see Donald Trump believing this. But I, but anyone that works for him, that has half a brain in their asshole, uh, no, no, I, I just don't think anybody on the right in that in the, we reframed this, the people who gave this proposal to Donald Trump, because I highly doubt he came up with it on his own. Um, uh, I don't feel like it was designed knowing the Democrats would accept it. Let's put it that way. Like, yeah. I, I, you know, ideally, my my guess would be like, it was designed knowing that they would deny it and they can try to say see look the democrats won't work with us but i haven't seen the democrats put a counter offer on the table yet either so ideally you would think this is the start of a a bargaining position like okay i want to give you this okay great well no i don't want that but we're going to do this and you go back and forth because that's how bargaining works um uh so i i don't really know i just i i just i don't feel like it was proposed knowing the democrats would accept they it was proposed knowing they wouldn't accept it. And that may be so that he can declare a state of emergency and get his stupid bullshit. Um, I just don't know how that's going to play out. Like I, you know, I know his base is going to love it because they're going to see it as him undercutting the establishment. Um, anybody that, understands how our government works is going to be horrified by the precedent that's going to set because, Hey, guess what's going to happen as soon as you get a democratic president, they're going to declare a state of emergency oh, yeah. and just give DACA residents all they want, you know, or they're going to declare a state of, I think we even talked about this last time, or declare a state of emergency and take all your fucking guns. Like that's not a precedent we want to set. You need to go through Congress. You well, need to do this the way it's supposed to. That's
2: a, that's of course the Sean Hannity fever dream is that they declare a state of emergency and, you know, take all your guns, which, which is, First of all, the Democrats have never made any steps on no, that direction. No, no, no,
1: no. I, 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 I'm again. The word uh, of the evening is hyperbolic. I'm being hyperbolic, but like, no, but, the, but it, it, let's put it this on paper. Thing, if you're gonna, if yeah, if you're gonna tell me, if you're gonna just say, if you're gonna put the stats on the table and you're gonna say, okay, Shay, this is how many people die each year because of gun violence. This is how many people immigrate illegally each year. Which one of these is actually an emergency? Well, here's, I'm here's gonna understand that logic. Like the gun violence thing is a state of emergency. Like. Right. I'm not saying oh, it's right, but I'm saying yeah, that's not a precedent you want to fucking
2: set. That's fucking right, shitty. Right. And and like uh Lou Dobbs had Mo Brooks on. Those of you who are not familiar who Mo Brooks is, he's a uh, senator from Missouri, if I'm not mistaken. And he uh he was on Lou Dobbs and Lou Dobbs said that's back when we said the quote like that. Lou Dobbs said that Donald Trump should declare a national emergency sweep, 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 sweep the, uh, the left off the table and just, you know, do what he wanted to do. And Mo Brooks pushed real hard against that because like you said, Mo Brooks realizes that the next president might not be a fucking Republican. Yeah. And there, there's a lot more, uh, there's a lot more data on the table to support the fact that climate change is an issue than this. Oh man. This, can you imagine they, they that just,
1: a state of emergency where the, the U.S. government tells me auto manufacturers they're not allowed to produce internal combustion engines? Which sounds to
2: go fuck themselves. Which sounds
1: crazy, but the, the Chinese government is already researching that they don't know when they're going to do it. Um, Uh, But the Chinese government is looking into setting limits and saying, like, okay, after X number of like after a certain year, you are not allowed to return. You're not allowed to make gasoline engines. You have to make only electric cars like this is not this is not too far outside the realm of uh, of possibility. So and no. and, And here's the thing, like on an ethical standpoint, would I agree with the government saying, hey, climate change is a problem? You're not allowed to make gasoline engines anymore. Everything has to be renewable energy cars yeah. or whatever. Yeah, the hippie in me would probably agree with that. But, like, the person in me that understands how government and commerce works, that would be fucking terrible. No, and no, I could see some horrible. jackass president trying that bullshit. And for the right. record, I would not be okay with that. And well, that, again, don't open those floodgates. Just don't do right. it. Just don't fucking do it.
2: And let's be very clear. National uh, emergency powers give, give Donald Trump not, like, unlimited... No. power to spend money what it does give him it gives him uh powers to pull money from different departments to where he sees it fit to spend it mm-hmm. under a national emergency i'd also like to point out that we're under something like 32 current national emergencies so this is yeah. not a this is not a new thing this is like this is like shay and i sending up a flare every time we're drunk like you just get tired of seeing the flares you really i'm will.
1: unemployed justin i can't afford that many flares
2: I got to go to work tomorrow and I'm currently deciding whether I'm going to quote unquote work from home Mm -hmm, or go in. Yeah.
1: Um, I've had two, I've had several jobs that let me work from home and you always have to quote unquote work from home.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, but that's the thing. Like you have to, you know, like you don't want to set this precedent and set this precedent and declaring a national emergency, which like several Republican commenters have told Donald Trump just to do. Um, it only allows him to pull money from from certain places to pay for his "quote unquote" wall, and the places he would pull it from would be apparently Texas and Puerto Rico's disaster relief funds. Which Jesus Christ, seriously? Right. Yeah, oh yeah, he could just, he could just yank all that money from there and just just dump it right in the wall. Um, Ted Cruz has has already um, expressed like, "Oh my God, please don't fucking do that." Sentiments, because yeah there's no way for Ted Cruz to argue against it. Like, there's no, like, if Donald Trump did that, there's no way for Ted Cruz as a senator from Texas who is supposed to be defending the biggest border ever, for fuck's sake, to say, like, please don't take this money that I need to rebuild Houston to defend the American Like, there's no way that works out for Ted Cruz. So he is fucking, his nuts are up inside him right now. Um, the other fact that Donald Trump doesn't give a shit about Puerto Rico is, blatantly evident that there were, what, what, what was the number, 5,000 people that died? As we I, you there? know,
1: I I can't, I couldn't tell you because that is not in the news anymore, which is horrifying. I don't even know what's going on in Puerto Rico right now.
2: Right, and that's the point. Donald Trump doesn't give a shit about Puerto Rico, and he says, yeah, let's just yank all that money. Let's say, like, in real time, Puerto Rico that told...
1: Click, 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 click. Click, click,
2: click. Hey, you have the loudest keyboard. Uh, Hey, listen. Mechanical keyboard for the win, baby. How long has this been so far? I don't know. It's like two and a half hours. (sighs) That's fine. Oh, okay. So it went from 64 to 2,975 people. Okay. That's a bit of a jump. Bit of a spike. So that is our problem is that Donald Trump thinks that he can just pull money from there and nobody will give a shit because nobody will give a shit and, yeah. and so so the pathway to a government reopening is the Democrats tell him to fuck off unless, unless he gives them permanent um, DACA protections Donald Trump says I can't do that because um, Ann Coulter will come in here and kick me in the taint and then he declares a national emergency And then starts yanking money from the different departments he can. Um, As soon as he declares a national emergency, that will be kicked into the courts and will run its way up to the Supreme Court. I guarantee you it will be filed in the Ninth Circuit Court. Excuse me. Which is Washington and and what uh, Sean Hannity calls the the liberal court. And uh, we'll see what happens when it gets to the... um, Excuse me, Supreme Court. Uh, I honestly don't think that Donald Trump's chances at the Supreme Court would be very good because the people that are there and that he has supported are "quote unquote" conservatives, and I don't think they believe that this uh, huge expansion of the executive powers like that would be, you know, a thing that they it, like. Like you said. How can they support that? But they called Barack Obama a tyrant forever, and then, yeah, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure they'll call the next Democratic president a tyrant if he did anything similar.
1: Yeah, I you know it, it's I mean again that's that's you know I I, I try not to uh, get into that whataboutism shit, but it's super hard not to sometimes, especially with shit like this because I mean if And again like we've we've already if if a Democratic president had. I like, you no, know, like you know declare a national emergency and you know, fund birth control for gay people or whatever it would be, they would be freaking the fuck out. So um, it's it's very, very frustrating. We'll see how it goes. Um, I honestly think he's trying to avoid it. I I honestly think um, Well he's
2: trying like three or four times how to avoid it.
1: Yeah, because I and I, I I, here's what I think happened. I think realistically, I think it was one of those things that Donald Trump just set off the cuff. Um that may, would just happen to be technically correct. It's something he's able to do. Um, but if he had run that statement by his advisors, they'd have said, oh, God, no, please don't say that. And he may have done it anyway, but I feel like it was something he said off the cuff, and now now it's just become a thing. Um, I don't know. I uh, We'll see. We'll see where it goes. This is definitely a time will tell situation.
2: Yeah. We'll, have to, well, yeah, we are... You know, just as we've, we've said, there are 800,000 people that are not getting paid. It's, you know, the Donald Trump presidency is kind of rubbing up against that that hard place. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's the rock. There's a the hard place. This is actually, you know, really wearing on what Donald Trump really hangs his hat on, which is the U.S. economy. And he has, you know, always said, like, the stock market and GAP is a thing GDP, I'm sorry, is the thing that he is, you know, most known for and things he's, you know, so awesome about. But, um, as, as we sit here right now, you know, Monday, the 21st, if this goes, uh, till next, this, this coming Friday, the 25th, it will have already cost $7 billion to the U.S. economy, um, for the, you know, $6 billion wall that Donald Trump asked for, um, I believe the last estimate I saw was that it's shaving off 0.05% of the GDP every week that this happens. So, Donald Trump's, uh, you know, Sean Hannity's fever dream and Donald Trump's estimates of, you know, Donald Trump's had like 4 or 5% GDP growth if you just let him do it. That's not happening. The last time I ran the numbers, based on first, second, and third quarter growth, if, uh, they had a GDP growth of at least two percent, like two point five percent, or something, something, very reasonable, for the uh, fourth quarter of two thousand and eighteen. He would have hit an annual, uh, you know, GDP growth of of over three percent that you know Barack Obama you know always came shy of, and you know Sean Hennie would literally masturbate live on Fox News. But if they keep this shit, like I mean. There's there's a lot of talk that he has basically shaved off a half a percent of GDP growth that and that could really fuck it. Yep. Like w- like what would happen if like uh, GDP growth uh, for the fourth quarter is usually announced like Marchish, so like end of February they're like yeah GDP growth was one point five percent you fucked yourself
1: yeah you know again we you know time will tell. Um, I, uh, I'll be, it, the real interesting thing is going to be to see, I'm mean, going to hate to use the word interesting, but that's really the only thing to say is that when, um, you know, you're looking at, uh, the, so this is the longest, uh, shutdown in history and Donnie Moscow is on record saying months or years if he needs to, which, uh, I don't believe the years thing, but I do believe the months thing. So uh and i only say i don't believe years because i i really do think that if if it got to that point like some like i i think it, the government would reopen in spite of him um well I, I
2: think if you got past i think if we're talking like february if we get to my birthday like yeah. end, of, end of april kind of like nonsense Mitch McConnell can't sustain that because, and also Donald Trump can't because he's going into a re-election. Like you got Democratic candidates coming out of the fucking woodwork, woodwork that yeah. we haven't talked about, and
1: and then, yeah. and then they get to say stuff like, "What do you mean you're a good president? You haven't run the government in months. Exactly. Like what are you fucking exactly. doing all day?" Um, and that's going to resonate yeah. with people. Uh, yeah. But my point so, is, so is, you, is that's what you real... come
2: up with is a 60, 60 some vote majority in the Senate, and you know they'll just open the government with a veto-proof majority. And he's yeah. got to deal with it.
1: But uh, the, the the interesting thing is, like, what, what's going to happen when um, the government isn't open anymore, and uh, federal employees who supported him have mortgages to pay, and there are a lot of banks that are doing two or three month extension on mortgages. Um, and and I'm not saying there's enough people out there. Like I'm not saying that there's so many supporters that are federal employees that if they decide to change their vote, it's going to be a difference. But there's going to be enough of those people that have, like like default on their mortgages if this keeps going that supported him that they're going to end up in the headlines. Like that's going to be like people are already looking for, and it's going to look bad. Like and it's not going to be good. So there, you know,
2: you're right. I believe you're right. I believe there are a a percentage of his like of that you know 35 to 45% of his you know staunch supporters that we talked about in the podcast that will be severely hurt. And and you can you can google some of those articles. They they're all kind of anecdotal. They're not like a percentage. Well, yeah, of,
1: yeah, nothing yeah. no.
2: Yeah, it's nothing hard yet, so but there is noise out there of like why are you doing this? We we support you. This you know.
1: Yeah. Well, what I'm talking about is how and this is a better way to phrase it, to distill it down how long until you have a person or two who goes to the media because they're pissed off and says, I voted for Donald Trump, I'm a federal employee, and I just defaulted on my mortgage because the government's not open and I haven't been paid in four months. It's not wow. going to take more than one or two of those people to, to 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 really give a bad PR spin to it, and that's going to hurt a lot.
2: I don't think it'll hurt as much as you think because there's already people that have said that same thing. They haven't said that they default defaulted on their mortgage. They've said, you know, I'm a I'm a Trump supporter, and this shutdown is hurting me in X, Y, and Z ways. You know, that that interview is already out there. You can Google
1: that. I'm not talking about just interviews. I'm talking about media media friends. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm talking well, I mean, about like, like how long got...
2: until there's one specific
1: person who has a very tragic story that gets blown up a lot like the kid messing with the okay, protester right. so or like that, that's what I'm saying, because viral. there hasn't, yeah, something to go viral. There hasn't been anything like that yet. Um, you know, and I'll, t- and, I'll
2: tell you what the other breaking point is. And I think yeah. you're right. I think you're right. I think if like something like that would, to go viral, like the,
1: if it keeps going long enough, I think that's only a matter of time. And I think, Oh the yeah, no, I advisors think you're right.
2: Know that as well. I, I think the thing, I think the thing that's going to, is going to trickle up and, in may yeah, maybe kind of. Justin, percolate pouring up. A beverage, I can hear it. What's that? Justin's pouring a
1: beverage. I can hear it. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, the thing that's going to percolate up faster and be the harder hammer strike on the this shutdown is if something like um TSA were to strike.
1: Because mm-hmm. right
2: now TSA has been working for 31 days without pay. Uh, we've seen all these stories that you know a lot of them are calling off sick because they're taking second jobs. To pay their bills, you know. The, the federal government has told them a lot of helpful things like, why don't you offer your landlord, um, you know, your services, you know. Because everybody knows that Bank of America will be totally cool if you just walk in and build them some shelves. Yep. Um, so there, there's been all these, like, tone-deaf-ass letters that come from the federal government. But TSA is considered, for obvious fucking reasons, uh, you know, essential personnel. So... Yeah, you know, you can't just take all of the security people out of Chicago airport and assume that everything's going to be fucking okay. Like, right after, like, all these call-offs, there was that article that was shared that, uh, and I shared it, it was fucking hilarious. Like, some guy got on a plane in, um, oh man, uh, I think, I, I want to say it was Reagan, I think it was D.C.'s airport, and flew to Tokyo with a fucking loaded gun in his carry-on. Yep. So like if you wanna be in an, a nineties action flick, that's how you end up in a nineties action flick. Like people being able to just carry fucking guns on your carry on. And these TSA workers are oh man, I mean they're they're downtrodden and just shit on by the American public when they're paid. Now they're going on thirty one days of not being paid. So it would literally take a strike of these guys to just like that would be the trigger, in my opinion. Yeah, I I just I guess I'm really kind of wondering at why is... they haven't striked. Like I yeah. understand, I understand that they are essential personnel, but I also and they strike. That I mean, do they have a union? They're a union. Yeah, they're a union. Ooh, that's interesting. So like, like that's the thing. Like that's that's real. That's
1: well, yeah, that's different though. That's not like a. That's not like uh, it's a national this, security yeah. issue. I'm sure there's
2: yeah. a. Yeah. Codos- I'm sure there's a in there, a union contract that says that the. The fact that they are a security... Yeah, that's... that's security bullshit, blah, blah, blah. But, like, if I'm their union rep, if I'm their union rep, and this is going on, the second they miss a paycheck, I'm calling for a strike vote. I, I don't give yeah. a shit. Like, I'm calling yeah. for a strike vote. And that, that would put the pressure on both Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell and Donald Trump to fucking do something. Because, like, hey, listen, motherfuckers, I gotta vote. And I would just keep, like... Posting the vote counts on Twitter. And I would have a vote every day that these kids weren't, these cats weren't getting paid until, yeah. You know, like, and that would be funny to watch the TSA, like, strike vote come closer to, like, passing. Yeah, you know? Let's say it's, like, 60-40. And it's, like, 50 45
1: Yeah. yeah. And I was
2: like, that's going to fuck us really, really hard. Yep. All right. I think we're done talking. That's
1: probably good.
2: I'm pretty drunk.
1: I'm pretty drunk too, Justin. Yep. Yep.
2: All right. So for those of you listening at home, we would like to Jesus Christ.
1: First of all, why are you still
2: listening? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. All right. So to Rachel, Rachel Woods and Katie Maddie. Shane, I would like to apologize, or at least I would like to apologize. Uh,
1: Yeah. I was going to say, don't you speak for me. I I regret nothing. You guys go fuck yourself. Get a longer attention span. Yeah.
2: Buy a Posped. Yeah. So, Shay and I have i I'm on my third pitcher of beer. I just finished my third pitcher of beer. I have no clue how much Shay is down. I am out of whiskey
1: and four or five beers in.
2: All right. So, we've gone for almost three hours now. It'll be a, little, a little bit less than that when I shave it off. But, for the record, we we enjoy doing this, don't we, Shay? Sure do. I mean, we wouldn't do it for two and a half hours if we didn't enjoy doing it. So we actually appreciate anybody and everybody who uh, will sit through this conversation with us because we have fun. We hope you have fun. Um, I guess in a perfect world, all of our listeners could come, like, drink with a share. That would be what we could do.
1: Oh, man. All, like, 15 of them or whatever. Yeah.
2: It's like 17 people. Like, when I win the lottery, we'll buy a bar and they can all come listen to us.
1: To be fair, the bar that I hang out at, uh, there are a handful of people there that do listen to it every week. And I actively get bitched at if there's not new episodes that I'm on. Um, really? So, y'all, it's a, I, it's no more than two or three people. That's no more. But, uh,
2: hey, yeah, that's a thing. That's a more that's than thing. bitch at me.
1: Yeah, that's true. And that's, that's, that's more than the, the fans that are listening to Alex Jones on iTunes. <laughs> oh, um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, it's a thing.
2: Hey, we're building, I mean, uh, I like it. We're building uh, an empire. Uh, we're building, we're building, we're build, we're, we are We are going to build a, a somewhat alcoholic media empire.
1: Yeah, I, I'm going to call it a popsicle sticks of bubblegum empire. That's what supports That'll it. work.
2: Yeah. That'll work. Um, I mean, I mean, come on. Uh, um, what is it? Ablegan's top hat has been going on for like nine years. And uh, I don't think. Thank you. Would... Thank
1: you for listening to the woods cast where we recommend other podcasts to listen to instead of our own.
2: <laughs> we do that a lot, actually. We do, yeah, <laughs> that's fine. We're not, we're, when we get into Patreon, we'll stop doing that. Yep. Yep. All right. So again, we appreciate everybody listening. Um, if you have a question, you can hit us up on every, you should be able to find our podcast anywhere you find your, um, your podcast. <laughs> <But, laughs> not info I mean, wars like, though. Yeah. Yeah, you can find us a lot of places you can't find info worse, um, but you know, SoundCloud, Google Drive, iTunes, all YouTube, we're all we're all, we're all over that shit that Alex Jones cannot touch. But if you have a question, comment, and you want to bitch at us, hit us up on Twitter. It's uh, Woods. It's at WoodsCast the, and then on Facebook, um, like or uh, you know, send us a comment on it's WoodsCast seventeen seventy six, and shoot us an email. Um, if you got a question, comment, or just want to say that we're um, absolutely ignorant, it's thewoodscast Woodscast seventeen seventy six at gmail.com. Why do we use that Shay? Uh I don't know. Why do we use what's up? Fuck fuck Alex Jones. Oh, fuck Alex Jones, yeah. Because when he's taken off the air, we will still be seventeen seventy six. We'll take all of his Liberty movement bullshit. Oh, it'll be great. Th- they're too dumb. Tactical they're bats. Bullies. Yeah. We're gonna have tactile butt wipes and uh fucking um we won't use iodine Oh we'll use um vitamin C drops, that's what we'll do. They won't know the difference, they're dumb. It's fine. Alright. Well Shay, say good say good night to the nice people. Toodles. <laughs> A rubber band, rubber band man Just a move, just a move, just move, 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 just. A rubber band